Hello, listeners. This is Emmy. I know it's weird to hear my voice first before Brandon telling you that this is another six-part episode, but this movie holds a significant place in my life, and I have the platform now to address it. I had plans to see this movie on opening night, this movie on opening night, on November 2nd, but my best friend completed suicide on the morning of November 1st, almost three years ago. It took me almost a year to watch this movie. I say this only to bring awareness to mental health issues and to use this platform to promote some resources that may be helpful or that you can donate to and get involved with. First, if anyone out there is listening to this podcast and having suicidal ideas or thoughts of self-harm, please reach out and get help. The phone number for the suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. The Tennessee specific hotline is 855-274-7471. And that's 855-CRISIS-1. Both services are free. Second, I would like to shout out a fantastic call, cause called Project Fancare. Project Fancare is a team of professionals committed to helping people learn to use what they love, whether it's a TV show, movie, or book, to help with depression, anxiety, trauma, or mental illness. They talk about how film, TV, and fandom can help people deal with the crap that life throws at them and offer offer practical advice for getting through each day, even when the days are hard. This foundation travels to comic book conventions around the United States and hosts panels on mental health issues. At its core, the Fandom Cares Project says that if you are a nerd, you are not alone. There's a community that you can belong to and get involved with. You can find them at projectfancare.com to donate, buy a t-shirt, or get involved. They are also on Twitter and Facebook at Project Fancare. If you are a mental health professional, you can also find resources on their website. Again, that's projectfancare.com. And finally, for Zachary Michael Marie Smith. (laughs) I almost made it. This episode is for you. I miss you every day and wish you were here every second. You were not an MCU nerd, despite my best efforts, but you would go to me with go with me to Comic Cons and would watch any MCU movie I wanted. For you, I promise to talk about Thor's abs and butt until Brandon gets uncomfortable and point out every far-fetched, possibly gay character I can find. Welcome to the MCU in Review Podcast. Hey, we review the MCU old and new. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MCU in Review. That is one word, ladies and gentlemen, in Review. You can give us a like, a comment, and let us know what you think of the show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. Give us a five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Hey, it goes a long way for us getting those eyes and ears on the podcast, and we greatly appreciate your support. I'm one-third of your host, Brandon, and I'm joined by my other two-thirds, Emmy Clinton. How are you guys doing? I'm great. Uh, I didn't prepare one this time. What? Oh, man. You are no. unprepared. Oh, it's man. like the end it's like of the Ragnarok. Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's unexpected, you know? Well, he foresaw it, I guess. He kept having dreams. Why didn't you dream of a cool intro, Clinton? I'm terrible at them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, we are happy to be with you on this episode of 
MCU in review. We are talking about one of my personal favorites. I think it's one of Clinton's for personal favorites. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. This this one is a pretty amazing movie because I, I remember not looking forward to seeing this movie until I saw the trailer and then that changed my mind. But um, Thor one and two for me were mediocre, either eh, it was good to, I mean, all right, (laughs) or not so good. And like this movie, I was like, there's a third Thor movie. It's Ragnarok. It's going to be all serious. And I just, okay, it's Thor Ragnarok. Here we go. And the trailer and Taika Waititi being the director and everything about it quickly caught my eye like this is something to see and uh i it's amazing to me that this movie it got me ready for a fourth thor movie that's the Mm -hmm. biggest compliment i could ever pay on this movie is oh my gosh there's there's another thor movie coming out yes awesome this is great i cannot wait and um yeah it was it was really really good so uh i'm gonna throw it over to you clinton uh were you looking forward to this movie before you saw the trailer were you excited i mean i know it's chris hemsworth i know i'm gonna hear that a lot this episode (laughs) but um were you looking forward to it before you saw the trailer or were you a little burned out of the character because going into it i was like oh man okay here's another one yeah when they announced it, i wasn't too thrilled because We'd kind of been burnt with the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. It needed a refresh um, real hard. And that's yeah, that, what this was. Yes, exactly. And I think Chris Hemsworth was actually ready to be done with the character, too. Until sure was. This. Sure was. Um, but, yeah, same as you. Saw the trailer, got excited. Uh, the trailer gives a lot away, though, a little bit. It did. Mm. Rewatching it, I was like, ah, they showed a lot of big scenes in the trailer. The 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 biggest thing about the trailer that I wish they didn't show, and I know they had to. Hulk. Yes, don't show yeah. Hulk at all. Oh I, yeah, I don't yeah. need to see Gladiator Hulk at all. Even if I know that's who he's fighting, I don't need to see him. Just show like a big green, you know, like just show the green smoke and the Hulk. You know, the the they have like these uh, faces of the Hulk in the crowd. Show that. Don't show Hulk himself. Like that would have been an amazing reveal. They almost couldn't help it though, because they released the toys before the movie. Oh, touche. Right. They had the toys out. So there was no that's probably why they just embraced showing it because they knew it was going to be shown anyway. It's interesting that you point that out though, because there was one part of the trailer that they changed to not give anything away. And that was uh, Yeah. Yeah. Had no clue that was gonna happen. That's a very good point. Like they just showed him both light up with two eyes and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then at the end, obviously loses one. Uh that was insane. Just misplaced it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Thor, where's my eye? Where is it? That's exactly that's what happened in the movie, and it was wonderful. And that, that the so end, much needed refresher for this character. And and I'm like you, it's one of my top movies because it really I enjoyed watching it again today. Like I love this movie. Same. It's a lot of fun. Same. Oscar actually didn't get a lot of notes in because I was just enjoying the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great compliment. <laughs> when we can't take a lot of notes because we're like, there was so much dialogue I was writing down because there were so many funny quotes. I couldn't mm-hmm. write on like, there's a lot of quotes I miss in this movie because there were so many. Um, like, but there were so many lines that I love. Like, I, I don't know. It just every character in this movie also had a time to shine. Whether it was the Grandmaster, Valkyrie, Thor, Hulk. I mean, I thought at Loki. I, I thought everybody that was involved. In, I mean, it was. It was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I, this movie was 
hilarious from the get-go which is what really shocked me like a funny thor movie are you kidding me because the first few were so uh, eh. i am Um, thor son of odin yeah (laughs) loki you are of asgard and it was just like oh yeah sorry but this time they were kind of like throwing shade at that and they were like making fun of themselves like i know we say that marvel does every once in a while oh they did it like Um, multiple times this movie yeah I definitely like the Sakaar storyline more than the whole Hela thing. Um, but I loved how the ending, you had to like allow something that you love be destroyed in, ter- in order to save something that you love. Like it was like, that was, that was kind of shocking for me. I liked that. Um, I also, guys, I'm going to talk about it. I think a lot during this podcast, I appreciated a fem- female baddie. Mm-hmm. I did not love her character completely. But I appreciated the first and only female baddie. Who, wh- which, man in the wasp. which female uh, baddie are we referencing? Hello. Oh. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh. She uh, was. She went hella hard, didn't she? <laughs> 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 um. Uh, I thought you meant Valkyrie. What? Oh no, she's just a badass. I'm talking about villain, like the first. Female oh, villain. and yeah, Ant Man yeah. and the Wasp has a female villain as well, for the record. So not the only. Not the only. Okay. Okay. Thank all right. You. All right. And one of the, the children. First, though. And one of the children of Thanos, technically female. Yeah, well, but you probably the wasp is little bitty, so it'd be easy to miss. Stop. It's not. I'm not talking about not, the not, wasp. We're talking, talking about, about the villains. villains. Oh <laughs> gosh, Clinton. <laughs> I listen. I went through all of the movies, and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you're totally proving me wrong. It's okay. That's what we we're here for. It's pretty par for the course <laughs> i love you guys too <laughs> i would say too that the child the the child of thanos they probably have a, a non-binary um <laughs> genders in that alien race i'm just saying maybe um i think my biggest oh. gripe from go ahead no i'm sorry go ahead that's okay the biggest gripe i had from watching the trailer to watching the movie was that i 100 expected a led zeppelin tr- soundtrack like the whole time and we only got the immigrant song, which I'm not complaining about that, but the, like I wanted them to. You lean wanted a stairway that. to heaven, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to lean Thor into Led Zeppelin, just like Robert Downey Jr. leaned in, or excuse me, Tony Stark leaned into ACDC. Yeah. Like I wanted that kind of parallel, yeah. and then we could have given, um, we could have given uh, Captain America like stop or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hawthorne <What>? Heights. <laughs> <laughs> fallout boy <laughs> we're going down like down Fallout boy all the way to work i listened to fallout boy the other day the um centuries album oh no i don't it's like not i don't like that you don't stuff. like that album no. give me from under the cork tree all day i don't need none oh of that new stuff. my god give, i cannot believe you did not like american beauty american oh, psycho sorry man I, wow brandon give me wow. give me some pop punk fallout boy that's what i need in my life so that's, than, i know i had from under the cork tree i can't remember any of the songs that were on any of them we also got Sugar, a lesbian down. character in this movie and that made me happy valkyrie <sighs> no no, I'm not allowing you to give Disney credit for this. And I'm sorry, I'm not a member of the LGBTQ. Well, I guess I am because I'm an A ally. But that's not enough for them to like. I get that. Towards. Like, I it. need to see full on making out. I need to see like. Well, they're not going to do that with straight people in Disney, period. Bull crap. Tell that to Jane Foster and Thor. Making out? 
I mean, kissing. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> now we can talk about Spider-Man some more and some upside down awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a long time ago. That was like three yeah. years. That was like three years. Yeah, no, was it? No <laughs> it was the same either. year. <laughs> no one wants to kiss either of those people. Who are you talking about? Toby Maguire or Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I, I was really confused. I was like, I'm sorry. I will kiss uh, Tessa Thompson. I will kiss. Uh, I, heck, I'd probably kiss Natalie Portman, Chris Hemsworth. I would kiss all those people. Oh, hey. Tom Holland, he's old enough. Whatever makes you happy. To me, as long as you're not hurting nobody. So, um, but yeah, uh, this this movie was uh, really a breath of fresh air. I'm going to go over my synopsis real quick, and then we will go over the the movie in depth but uh the the tragedy of thor told through a comedy was a bold and interesting choice by marvel studios one that pays off in spades as thor ragnarok goes more cosmic and weird than any of the previous thor movies before it we see a new picture painting painted of asgard one that shows the dark side of the rise of power where the gold may be pretty to look at but how was it obtained through bloodshed and ruthlessness, the Nine Realms were under watch of Asgard for many years. Through Loki's schemes, we see an Asgard without Odin, and we see Hela, played brilliantly by Kate Blanchett, rise once again. She exposes Asgard and demands the same thing her adopted brother once asked of Earth. Neil. Through this journey, we see Thor has lost his girl, loses his hair, loses his hammer, loses his father, and loses his home. But he arguably gains a brother, a warrior, and, and his eye. <laughs> and oh, his sorry. eye. My bad. And his eye. But he arguably gains a brother, a warrior in Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson, and a new appreciation of both Bruce Banner and Hulk. This is all played out through a comedic and uplifting beat that keeps you laughing throughout, but you see how much the pain begins to set in at times. Through Thor reminiscing of Mjolnir to revisiting his father for advice at crucial times to watching his homeworld destroyed, realizing Asgard is not a place, it's a people. Yet Thor takes it all in stride. He stands up again and again because, in his own words, that's what heroes do. Marvel Studios created a space epic that felt so fresh, colorful, and exciting, capitalized by a brilliant villain and Chris, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's wonderful comedic timing. The studio reinvented what a Thor movie could be, and in the process, set up more wonderful cosmic movies to be told ahead. You'll laugh, and you'll laugh some more, and you'll have a wonderful time watching this movie, and I cannot wait to see more of these worlds and Thor in them. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I really don't understand why Hela kept calling him Neil when that's her brother. She should have knew his <laughs> name the whole time, and she kept saying, Neil, Neil, and I'm like, that's not his name. Gosh, you waited that whole time. You literally, you, you even kept a straight face too. You're like, I'm going to go with this Neil joke as soon as he shuts up. Soon, I didn't even write the Neil joke down. As soon as he stops talking, I'm ready. I'm that clever. <laughs> so yeah, no, that was a real confusing part is, you know, his name's not Neil. And I think it was honestly, yeah. I, I thought it was a writing flaw of Marvel Studios, really, if you want my Yeah, I think uh, they put it in the wrong movie. Always. Just, just like they sent this movie to theaters under the code name, the working title Creature Report. Creature Report. Yes. Oh, I which like was that. Weird. I like that. I, it, it sounds very Star Trek-y, which yeah. a lot of people from this movie have also been in Star Trek movies. Maybe so. that's it. Maybe that's yeah. it. So what, um, you got to give us the Rotten Tomato score. Yes, of course. So critics gave it a 93 and audiences gave it an 87. Oh, golly. Where's, yeah. Who's these but MCU it, haters? That's what I want to know. I, I agree. I completely agree. 
Um, because I don't think I said this, this is probably, this is one of my favorite movies. And I don't think that I realized how much I liked it until I went back and watched it again, 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 <laughs> this time. But this is one that I will throw on just because it's, it was on Netflix for a while and it was fun to clean the house too. Um, but I did, those scores are exactly the same as Spider-Man, except Spider-Man got a 92. I, I really think, well, there was some controversy surrounding this and I did want to bring this up. So I'm glad that kind of goes hand in hand with the, the score. A lot of people, Clinton, I'm sure you're aware of this in the comic book community and the Thor community that they really didn't like the comedic undertones. It didn't strike them. Well, they wanted a serious tone. This guy lost this, 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 and this, and we're going to be like this. All Marvel studios wants to do is laugh. And I don't mean to mock those individuals. They have fair points to me. It hit a chord. Like, you know, Sometimes you just got to dust your shoulders off and laugh. Well, if they if they wouldn't have if they would have blended comedy like subtly into the old ones, they wouldn't have had to go so hard this direction. It was shell. I mean, the Thor franchise was really. Bleh. Have mm-hmm. you guys seen um, other? Had... Go ahead. What? <laughs> We're professionals. Oh, you said something. <laughs> go ahead. Have you guys seen other Taika Waititi movies? I have Jojo Rabbit. I have seen Jojo Rabbit, and I just recently watched Jojo Rabbit. Highly, highly, Uh highly recommend that movie. It is one of my favorite movies I've ever watched. I'm not kidding. I'd probably put it in top ten. It is one. It is a beautiful, beautiful movie. But it's another one that is has deep tragedies in it. But it's also comedic. At times, comedic. yeah, it's, yeah, there are parts that are very funny, and there's things that are very tragic. I mean, horrifying. Mm-hmm. I mean, horrifying, and it hits you when it needs to, but it makes you laugh when it needs to. And I thought this movie did that for me, but I, yeah. I will say I was more on the laughing spectrum. But it like there were moments where like Thor is really emotional, and like you can tell things are starting to set in just for a quick second before he gets right back on that train again and starts rolling. But he, I mean, the MCU fans would have had to like digest a different person playing Thor because Chris Hemsworth was ready to be done. Yeah. And Not just Chris Hemsworth, this, but also Anthony Hopkins. He yeah, wasn't going to be in this movie until he saw the script. And um, uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, and I really truly think that this movie reinvented Thor. I thought they, you know, one of the words I used is Chris Hemsworth hemsworth's comedic timing like he is a comedian man he i I know Mm -hmm. he's he's the quintessential hollywood action star the hero guy he is like i've watched him on saturday night live a few times he is brilliant i mean he's got wonderful comedic timing and i thought they finally used his strength yes he obviously has strength but he had like he has such he is so quick and witty and you're relying on robert downey jr and all these other actors who can do it as well but you're not seeing who chris hemsworth can be you know whether you saw like ghostbusters with him in it or the vacation movie he's he's a funny guy snl he he's really funny and i thought finally marvel and it's to chris hemsworth's credit he was like hey I don't want to be, I am Thor, son of Odin. Like, I want to just, let's, let's loosen but it to up. To play the advocate, the fans, I mean, could say that he knew what he signed up for playing Thor. I mean, Thor was not a comical guy. That's very true. But they used that aspect of him as comedic relief in the other two movies. And true. now they're just kind of leaning into like, yes, he's been to Earth. He understands sarcasm. He gets like, like the, how to land a, punchline i feel like Mm -hmm. um and you you are giving marvel a lot of credit and i would like to give some credit to taika watiti because he in an interview said that they improvised probably about 80 percent of the film 
Wow. Like lines were just, you know, they just kind of like every time I heard Korg, played around with it. Every time I heard Korg, which I didn't mention him, which is also played by Taika Watiti. I yeah. like every time I heard him, I was like, that was improv. Like that was improv. Like yeah. he's like, yep, they don't know we're going to start a revolution, and but Jeff I ran Goldblum up playing yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, he was Goldblum. He was all gold <laughs> and he was fantastic. He was fantastic. Taika, I thought, was hilarious. And he's like, yep, we were going to start a revolution, but I didn't print off enough pamphlets. So, yeah, it was just my mother and her boyfriend, who I hate. <laughs> it was like, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. It was. Did you guys catch that that was the rock, paper, scissors? That yes. there was kind of a theme with the rock, paper, scissors with Korg. So he's yes. in jail because he didn't print enough flyers, meaning paper, paper. beat rock. Yep. And then he stepped on uh, Meeg who had knife hands. Yep. So rock beat scissors. I think it's Meek. What did I say? Meek. With a oh, G. Korg and Meek. My bad. <laughs> I would never guess. I would never, like, I never get anybody's names wrong. I'm it, so sorry that I got Korg and, and Meek wrong. <laughs> it's just so funny when he, like, holds Meek at the end of everything. And he's like, oh, no, I stepped on him on the bridge down there. Yeah, I'm just holding him now. And in like. <laughs> Dead for Hours. Yeah, and no, then, I've been carrying him around all day. And then Meek is like, <laughs> he's like, oh, Meek's alive, guys! Yay, hooray! He's he's not dead after all. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? question? And, and it was like, oh my gosh! And like when he talks about Korg is an unsung hero too, and he's like, where there is hope and there's strong foundation, we will be able to rebuild mm. and everything. And then everything blows apart, and he goes, oh no, no, you you can't rebuild that. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> so- and then the the best, I, I I love his banter with Thor. When they're in the little dungeon at the very beginning, he's like Doug mm-hmm. talking New about Doug. Doug. That's exactly. <laughs> and then when he's talking about the hammer, he's like, I, he flew on a hammer. Oh, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> it is wonderful. It is wonderful. And he's like, that's exactly what Doug used to say. Bye new Doug. <laughs> like, it's, he, is, he is wonderful. And like his delivery is spot on. I, I really yeah. love Korg. But to go back to the Grand Master real quick. Wait, no, I'm not done with Korg. Go, 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 go with Korg. Sorry. He's, he's a gentle giant. And he, when he was doing the voice for Korg, he was thinking about Polynesian uh, bouncers. So like just these big, big dudes who are like, just like sweet, like jovial very optimistic, like That's the awesome. lightest heavy dudes out it. there. I love that. Did Borg he- is from the race. I think we said it in a Thor two movie mm-hmm. that is destroyed by um, Thor in the beginning of Thor two. Thor right? the dark world. Correct. Yeah. What is the race? I didn't write it down. Oh, you- uh, why can't I search my notes? This is lame. Oh, get back to me and I will answer it. You guys can keep talking. He's, about Korg. There's also one of whatever race he is um, in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they're on the weird sexy robot planet. <laughs> the weird. Oh, Contraxia. Is that what you're talking about? The weird sexy robot planet? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh. I was like, wait, I don't think that he's okay. Okay. No, um, I'm trying to find it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Big Rock Dude. Uh, he is the same species that Korg is, and I didn't write it down. That's perfect. <laughs> I literally wrote big rock dude, same species that Korg is. 
And I thought I wrote that down. Apparently I didn't. So mm-hmm. wonderful. That's, that's Leave us a five-star review yeah. and tell us why we need to Google more before we do a podcast. Correct. Anyway, we're going to shift uh, the Grandmaster. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, Hemsworth would start like screaming, right? I don't know. Like when he gets introduced to the Grandmaster as well, that is, that is one of the best scenes because not only do you hear the, uh, the Willy Wonka song, uh, mm-hmm. in a that's why the people pure... I watched it way of the worst like is that not from Willy Wonka sure is in a world of pure imagination and it was like it was so I don't know I thought it was did that... you not recognize that Clinton that was like the most terrifying part of that entire movie and someone told it's me it's been recently... a long time here's what they say I did write this quote Fe- wait hold on wait 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 what? someone what? told me recently that in the when they play that and they're on the boat during that terrifying part of Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. that there is actual footage of a chicken being killed. I did not know that. I didn't either, but someone told me that recently. I'm and sure it's true since someone told you that. Terrifying. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny because when he's like going through, he's kind of sitting on this little chair and he's getting kind of pushed to. It's like, fear not, for you are found. You are home ah. and there's no going back. No one leaves this place. But what is this place? And then... In a world of pure imagination, it starts playing and goes, the answer is Sakaar. Surrounded by cosmic gateways, Sakaar lives on the edge of the known and unknown. It is the collection point for all lost and unloved things, like you. But here on Sakaar, you are significant. You are valuable. Here, you are loved. And no one loves you more than the Grandmaster. He is the original, the first lost, and the first found. The creator of Sakaar and the contest of champions, where once you were nothing, but now you are something. You are property of the Grandmaster. Congratulations. You will meet the Grandmaster in five seconds. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. You are now meeting the Grandmaster. And Chris Hemsworth. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. It and, is really good. And the first line, though, Jeff Gold, you're not, for you are found. Yes. Is that not the same thing from uh, Infinity War? I think, oh, um, it's, uh, you're talking about, uh, what's his name? The Children of Thanos. Yeah, what's his name? Why can't I think of it? Ma, uh, Ma, Ebony Ma. Ebony Ma. Ma. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite of the dark children. Oh, he's wonderful. He's wonderful. And he goes, uh, f- no, I think it's fear me and rejoice. For now, you are children of Thanos. You know, wow. smile. Though, uh, you know, th- though you may sacrifice this day or something like that or something along those lines. I'll have to find that quote, but that is one of the most. We'll get there. Ch- that's one of the most chilling lines at the very beginning, and that happens to be on Thor ship. Crazy enough. I love the way they um, showed Sakar here and um, the contest of champions. How they brought mm-hmm. that into here. Mm-hmm. I play a. A mobile game called Contest of Champions, and it's all about the Grandmaster pitting heroes against each other. That's so I awesome. love seeing it in a movie. That's Are re- you not entertained? And it's it's a comic thing too, the Contest of Champions. I just love like Jeff Goldblum when he first sets eyes on Chris Hemsworth. You know what the first thing he says? He goes, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's listen. so funny though and he goes relatable and I, I just put jeff mother effing gold bloom and he goes uh he goes i am not for sale and he goes i'll i'll take him for 10 million and like he's just losing his mind he goes i am the god of thunder and he goes oh i like what you did there a little sparkles coming out that's all <laughs> like i like the, his little sidekick bitter woman too yes like, exactly like what like, is the word well what's the word with a b and she goes <laughs> trash trash and he goes, no, <laughs> yes. he, no it sounds like you had that made up before i even 
like that, that doesn't even start you wanted with to beat. say that before i yeah it's just they're so perfect and he goes the melty stick of doom or something like he even makes fun of his own like weapon that he uses to destroy this one dude he's like oh i don't need the melting stick you know i don't need the melting stick right now i mean this is not a melting offense or something like that he's no, just, he, yeah he says this isn't a capital offense yeah he's so brilliant oh he's so brilliant the, okay, casting of Jeff Goldblum is a ma- is it's amazing. I looked down and said Grandmaster, and I was like, he's it's a master. It's yeah, a he's master the collector's full- brother, like exactly. we said before. Correct. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. Oh, do you remember that? Um, which I have a question about that here in a second. However, I okay, I tried really hard to get through this entire movie without taking any notes, and then I was going to go back and rewatch it and take notes. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of had to rush today and take a lot of notes. So I didn't write it down until today. And I was like, you know, if any character in here really shows that they're gay, it is that character. But I think he's just being that character. I think, and I don't know that he's gay. I think maybe he just identifies as horny and he would just do anything. I think he's flamboyant. But, That's the word I would use for him. He's very flamboyant. He's Well, he, I wasn't I wasn't even just basing it on appearance because No, I, mean, I wasn't. Like, I mean, I was just more his everything. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, but the fact that he does say mm, at Chris Hemsworth, I think that we could at least possibly say that he identifies as bi. I mean, I don't think it matters your sexual orientation to say mm, at Chris Hemsworth. You know what? That's really true. <laughs> that is true. If we like all three ever, if man. we all three meet Chris Hemsworth, we're probably all going to be sitting, standing next mm. to each other. <laughs> and Brandon, you said it too. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> Confirmed. Yes. Yeah. F me kill. We would all F Thor. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we chose last episode. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's appropriate for this movie because he was in his best physique ever for this one. He put on 20 pounds of muscle 20 that, pounds that's a fun fact Emmy. i put on 20 pounds over quarantine but it wasn't muscle <laughs> <laughs> quarantine th- i probably lost 20 pounds of muscle <laughs> I, ga- I gained the quarantine 15 uh yeah so funny like uh, i went to the doctor today and i was like <laughs> like why I, is that funny well because i stood on the scale and i was like i'm like 205 and everything it was like it went to 205 210 215 i was like ah. you just came <laughs> off of vacation yeah i just came back so i'm gonna blame it on uh, seafood <laughs> but yes i know what's Ooh. really true <laughs> but yeah maybe it's all muscle yeah. maybe you've gained 10, gained 10 pounds of muscle there you go there there it is <laughs> there it is <laughs> why is it squishy it, it's, mm. no it's it's movable <laughs> if you only had the video version of this podcast so anyway <laughs> anyway we're gonna shift gears here but anyway yeah grandmaster absolutely phenomenal um you know a new another new appearance that i want to talk about too uh, from this movie is because i want to talk about everyone really obviously that weren't in these older movies korg grandmaster we gotta talk about valkyrie uh valkyrie um tessa thompson uh, yeah uh sign me up 100 percent. i i was bought in the first 30 seconds the moment oh. she steps off that ship she falls Steps to the off. side yeah <laughs> and then she like smacks her fist together with that 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 robot all, those robot arms that like that just blast all these uh these stragglers away and and she just throws that little bead onto thor's neck and just uh, i mean she was just another level uh, i believe the valkyrie valkyrie are real just from tessa thompson like that yeah. was that was easy for me to buy in because of her performance and i i was i was bought in every single step 
I completely agree. Um, apparently, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, she was blonde in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It was not a conscious decision to diversify that part, but they picked the best person, and I 100% agree. They picked the best like, person. If you do not love Tessa Thompson's performance, I don't care what she looks like in the comics. It's the same with MJ. I, I, really, yeah. I, I really don't care what these people look like in the comics. I'm sorry. Yes. Because it's fun to see them on the big screen and like updated because these comics were written so long ago that it's like, you know, they need an update. They need a refresh sometimes. I was about to say MJ felt modern, fresh. Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie felt modern and fresh. I love it. And sometimes that's not a bad thing. Um, You know, like I I really appreciate them going out of their way a little bit. So no, I had no problem with Valkyrie looking the way she did. I thought Tessa Thompson, if Valkyrie looks like Tessa Thompson. Okay. I actually think, Hey, the comics should look like Tessa Thompson, not the other way around. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) I thought she, she was awesome. Which in 2017, they started drawing Thor like Chris Hemsworth in the comics. Yeah. Something I read today. Yep. So Tessa Thompson, she was a win for you. Completely, completely badass. I, I, I think through doing this podcast, I have discovered a new love for Black Widow. And I think right below Black Widow is Valkyrie because I mean, I, I, I need to see more of them together. Yeah. I, I'm really curious to see what comes from, you know, well, that's movies ahead. I'm not going to jump yeah. <laughs> jump ahead. I want to talk about Valkyrie's arc um, a little bit more and what could be in the future. Obviously, we have to mm-hmm. talk about other movies before then. But uh, Clinton, I'm going to throw it over to you, sir. What was your thoughts on Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie? What did you think of her performance? Good. Oh, God, I hate <laughs> you so much. You're on a podcast, Clinton. Um, she was a big scene stealer for me. Yeah. She was in a scene. I felt like if I was her and the shit she'd been through, I probably would be just like her. Yeah. I would be bitter and sulky and just looking out for me. I love her introduction when she walks off the ship. Yeah. Yes. When she falls off to the side and then lights everybody up. It's awesome. I, I feel like that, like, with the, where she bangs her but hands together to make it. her robot work, that should be a TikTok dance. The, the fact the, that it's not upset me. The way she did it, too, was the way, it was so much cooler than us. Yes. It, it, like, she was cool. like, she was like. Yeah. Just like, uh, I mean, it, it was, oh my gosh, I was, like I said, my, bought, bought in. One of my favorite visual scenes of this entire movie is her scene where Loki feels her past, and we see the, um. What are they called? The Valkyrie. Valkyrie. No, the horses. The peg, pegasus. 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 Yeah. Um, pegasi, I the, think, is the plural. Pegasi. Pegasi. Pegasus. 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 No, Amy. Bad. Okay. Anyway, click and go on. Um, that visual, just the the sky with Hella's like in the forefront. And it felt then the, very three hundred, but not in a bad way. It was really awesome. It was really good yeah mm-hmm. one of my I favorite scenes with tessa thompson that i thought you were gonna say is obviously the intro and obviously that flashback but i love when she's stepping out of that that spaceship and the fireworks are going it felt like yes oh my gosh i was like get, i remember in the theater getting chills during that scene i was like oh there she is and she was in you full Valkyrie. Blanket this time i will always get chills when i see uh, it was just awesome guys it was wonderful i i really thought she uh, there's valkyrie in her valkyrie gear just going crazy it was absolutely wonderful I was might, it wonderful brandon was it wonderful i don't know what that means clint 
I don't either. I'm just, I'm just kidding. That got really weird. Jesus. <laughs> you did it. What do you say? Uh, got really aggressive real quick. Really? I was playing. Y'all got all like, oh, God, he's mad. <laughs> he, got, yeah. he got intense right there. Um, I really like that. Uh, and maybe I'm the only person that thought this, but Valkyrie dragging Thor with his cape. Yes. Like that viral Instagram where the girl is like dragging her boyfriend along on all these wonderful travels. Did you guys see that? It, it went viral like years ago. No. It's, it's It was a while ago. I did And it's not. like, it's a picture and like every picture is like a new destination, but it's always the girl in front, like taking the lead and dragging her boyfriend's hand. And all you see is his hand. No. Mm. Well, I guess it didn't go that viral, did it? <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's everyone on the, everyone that's listening to this podcast, you know, they're just. Dang it. Right. If there is someone that's heard Emmy, of that, start. hit us up on social media. Make Emmy feel better if you have heard I'm, about that. But I'm going to start later. calling you Cricket, Emmy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's better than Flemmy. <laughs> yeah, much better than Flemmy. No, um, and I love that part, though, with uh, with um, Valkyrie as well, where you know she's like, I can't keep drinking and run away from my past and blah, blah, blah. I have to face it. I got to stand up for it. And, and, and he goes, <laughs> I did think you you drank too much. And, uh, you know, I was going to tell you it's, it has a chance of, you know, ruining your life. And she goes, oh, I'm not going to stop drinking. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, even then it wasn't even like a, you're right, Thor. Thanks for telling me. And I'm going to be on the straight and narrow. She's like, I'm not going to stop drinking. It was, it, it felt real. It felt fresh. It felt badass. I love that little scene too like it was like i'm not changing mm-hmm. dude chill out like and i'm not saying if you you know it was just cool that she was like i'm still gonna be me leave me alone dude i'm just gonna stop hiding from my past that's what i meant so it was- i i really loved when she gave him until this bottle was empty and chugged it in just, two seconds in two seconds it was gone and yeah. i was like hell yeah girl and then she yes. broke the bottle and it's like yes time's up and just walks yeah. away Ugh. everything she did was a badass man She's once a- once again there's another female in this movie that it, i wish i was half as cool as her yeah she's a i wish i was a quarter as cool as zendaya and ha- a quarter as cool as valkyrie and you put those together to make one half so what's half. the other half of you emmy yeah well that's, i mean honestly any any fraction <laughs> more cool than i am now would be <laughs> would you call astounding. it do you say zendaya and valkyrie yeah zalkyrie Vendaya, Val. Oh, I like Vendaya. Valdea. Give me. I like Valdea. Okay, that's awesome. I'd probably still call myself Emmy since that's my name, but or cricket. (laughs) Maybe I'll start calling myself Neil. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fine. Uh Um. You can see your way out now. (laughs) No, I have a question. Do you guys know what Tessa Thompson's uh, quote unquote, and I'm doing air quotes, gay scene was supposed to be? What was her? Do we know what it was supposed to be? Did it ever get filmed? I do not know. I've heard rumors of it, but I've never heard what that scene actually was. Do you know, Emmy? No, I don't. That's Um, what I'm asking. I don't, but I do know that she has been more vocal. I've... I'm pretty sure she's been more vocal about her appearance in the next movie that she wants it to be very known. Good. That her character is LGBT. Good. Good. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I think I've talked about this before. I've been very mad at Disney lately. 
just sit at, in bed at night and just oh Disney. Oh. Do you have like a Disney poster on your wall you throw darts at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never hit it. <laughs> yeah. Um speaking of Disney, I think that we have to we have to set some ground rules here because Hella is the daughter of the king of Asgard in a Marvel cinematic universe. In the yeah, not in the comics though. Not in the comics, no. Okay. But in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, she's the daughter of the King of Asgard, which is Odin, which makes her the princess of Asgard. And Marvel is owned by Disney. So she's a Disney princess, right? I mean, that's fair. Can we talk about can we talk about how she looks like um the rebooted version of Rita in the Power Rangers movie? Oh. I okay, it's been a while since I've seen the rebooted Power Rangers movie. When did that come out? That was a while I, ago. They were uh it wasn't was it 2016? 2015 maybe? That sounds about but I will, right. I will, I will give it to uh, Marvel. If it was copied in either direction, it was Power Rangers copying this because she looks very comic accurate in this movie. Yes. Oh, okay. But okay. The Power Rangers Rita looks like her. Well, uh, what I was always like, if they were going to copy Rita Repulsa, I wish she was like, ah, after ten thousand <laughs> years, I'm finally free. Like you know, Neil. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> I don't think she said it like that, but that would have been funny. She's like, ah, Neil. After ten thousand years, but she didn't. So that was that was appreciated. So I didn't think it was a direct copy. But I am a big Power Rangers fan. Only Mighty Morphin though. Talk to me about any other season. I won't know what you're talking about. But MMP, MMPR all day. That is a that is a great three seasons of the Rangers. We were talking about the reboot, like the one that came out recently. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about. I'm a Power Rangers fan of MMPR. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. I, I, the reboot. Did you guys see? Like I. Did not care for the movie at all. There was too many Krispy Kreme references for my liking. <laughs> if you saw, I, it's been a while. Okay, they it's they literally a have time. a scene with Rita Repulsa in Krispy Kreme. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. I mean, hey, now that movie I enjoyed and I hated that people didn't like it. Well, I hated it. So there it is. You hated it? I did. Actually, really? The first, I think. Obviously, obviously. Obviously, we have to admit that Brandon is a Power Rangers purist. And as soon as they moved on to Rocky being the Red Ranger instead of Jason, true, like true, that's where they lost him. He is the boomer of Power Ranger. Shut, hey, hey, shut, <laughs> shut your mouth. I was cool with Rocky being the Red Ranger. I was, however, because Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the 1995 movie, which is the greatest movie ever put in out in cinema history, um, where literally every time they turn their head, groundbreaking <laughs> effects. <laughs> Yeah. Every time. Like they literally go, did you see that over there? (laughs) And like, I love like Billy's trying to escape from like the ooze guys and literally he backflips. He's like, all right, I'm going to backflip away. I'm like, why don't you just turn around and run? Like you're back. (laughs) Yeah. Kimberly does the same thing. She does does these like somersaults. That's exactly what he does. He's like, oh, he's a gymnast. If you were a gymnast, would you not backflip out of situations? No, no, no. Not in a fight. (laughs) Not in a fight. I can get there faster running. Yeah. It's so funny. I know, but I would, I would, I would like go to my next class doing cartwheels and back round offs and 
I was very happy with the characters, I will say, in the rebooted movie. Maybe the writing and fighting and stuff wasn't great, but I loved the way they built up the Rangers. Like, not necessarily even the Rangers, but the way they did the characters, like themselves. I'm going to go on a little tangent here, okay? There was no Ivan We are already on a tangent. Well, you're welcome. (laughs) There there was no Ivan in this movie, and all I wanted was a... What's that odious stench? Smells like teenagers. Like, if that's not in the movie, don't count me in it. I don't want it. And, and like, I love it. The like, then Tommy goes, <laughs> Tommy in the movie, he goes, we're the Power Rangers. And he goes, Ivan Ooze, whoa, where's my autograph book? The Power Rangers. Like, oh my gosh. Ivan Ooze was the best villain in movie history. I'm going to go back to it. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the 1995 movie, not that. 2000 whatever garbage 1995 rent it watch it love it it is wonderful um maybe we'll review it sometime because i really want to talk about it if we ever have like some sort of like movie drought yeah 100 we're there back to back (laughs) if we have another pandemic (laughs) oh i am stop it you shut your mouth yeah i mean we i mean oh i i thought you were mid-sentence but no you said you're not on it uh, you said a movie drought. I'm already having a drought doing this podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, I'm I'm over it. Especially now, especially now because you bashed the new Power Rangers. Okay, sorry. Honestly, I, I like the first two thirds of the movie, but I did not like the Zords. That was my biggest hangup. Yeah, I didn't like the Zords either. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of them. Sorry, just being real with you guys. Wasn't well, called the Mighty Morphin Power Zords. Anyway, so hella. <laughs> Clinton even knew he's like that fell flat. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, but hella, she's awesome. She is. She is really, really. Kate awesome. Blanchett really killed that role I'll... and killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that's where because I said I like I'm so excited to have our first female bad guy. I'm so excited to have our first female villain. Because... You mean female bad girl. Oh my goodness. You said bad guy. I know. Oh, oh no, really you just blew point. her mind. You should have let that marinate for a second, Clint, because oh. you really That's a really good point. She got I it. I just saw villain. like the brain literally like all right. And just like oh, the fuse. Really, <laughs> really good point. Blew so her I thought mind. you were female. like, I'm over it, Clinton. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it. Um first female villain. I was very excited because hashtag inclusive. Hashtag women can be evil too. And, but, and that, was oh, she a good villain? Yes. I don't think so. I do. Okay. I a hundred percent think, think so. Clinton? I will tell y'all after I hear your um, defenses. All right. Emmy, start uh, out with your crappy defense and I'll go with mine next. All right. Judge, <laughs> uh, the honorable judge Clinton. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> I Co- Clinton's court. Oh, that could be a television show. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I turned, I just, did you hear me clap against the desk? Yeah. Well, I have my fan attached to a clapper and it just came on. Hold on, <laughs> let me, let me adjourn court. Oh, we're, <laughs> adjourn. Okay, we're, we're actually on. in session. The classy establishment. I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, she just, she kills all these innocent people, these innocent as guardians that she wants to be the ruler over, but you can't rule over dead people. My friend, my friend made that point. Yeah. 
I get that she's the goddess of death, but I am really salty about her killing the Warriors three because all three of those guys are gone, right? Hold on. You're making your argument. You're making your argument. You can't get any help from us right now. You're making an argument. This is Clinton's court. Okay. Excuse me. Exactly, Brandon. I will speak about who can make an argument so you don't get to say who can make an argument. Yeah. It's Clinton's court. This is Clinton's court. You feeling feeling froggy, Clinton? You ready to jump? You ready to jump? (laughs) Get him out of my court. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I'm going to read. I'm going to talk about how great. uh, This is bullcrap. This is terrible. We've just Carry muted your now, mic. I mean, he's so figured out how to do it. <laughs> we, Clinton and I have read up on all the tech things. We've we figured out how to mute your mic, Brandon. You muted. <laughs> just if you don't carry on with your point, I'm going to kick you out of the damn courtroom too. <laughs> all right. It's just going to be Clinton. All right. Um, I know that she's the goddess of death. I'm still salty about her killing all of the Warriors 3 because she does kill all of the Warriors 3. I'm going to say that. Um, she keeps calling herself the savior of Asgard. I don't know how many saviors kill all the people they're savioring. I, uh, is what it, is it? What is it? What do you do? I rest my case. No, I, no, 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 no. The guy, there was a guy who just did. Oh, dang. I'll have to think of it. He just did a really great, like 30 second town hall where he just said a whole bunch of stuff that made a whole bunch of people mad. And he was like, I, I, I rest my time. I no. What is it? I rest my case. <laughs> no, it's, it's whenever you give up your time in a debate. Dang. I, it lost. I lost it. I'll have to find it. Forfeit. I forfeit my time. And then he said, F you. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, is that it? Is that your only argument? Yeah. He killed the Warriors three and she. And a whole bunch of in other innocent Asgardians that she was supposed to rule, rule over. She kept calling her a savior, but she's not acting very saviory. Well, I will um, make an objection I, to myself, to, you know, since I'm going to object your, your objection. Um, she is the goddess of death and she killed a bunch of innocent people back when her and Odin were taking over everything, too. Yeah, so I don't like her then either. That's her whole MO. Brandon, you can have the floor. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen. I yield the- my time. That's what it is. I'm sorry. Whoa, Amy, <laughs> this is my time. Leave it alone. <laughs> Your two minutes will start over, Brandon. Carry sorry. on. Ladies and gentlemen of the courtroom, I'm here to present my case on why Hela is an amazing villain. First off, to Emmy's point, she killed the Warriors 3. Yeah, that's a badass. Handled them in seconds. You can think for one second, wow, that was, what? No, made her formidable right away. But even before that, guess what her first interaction was? Kneel. And they throw the hammer at her. She stops the hammer, destroys it, and immediately makes her presence known. Mjolnir has almost even felt like a character. And seeing that hammer destroyed and completely bust, see the Warriors 3 go down with ease, see Asgard's armies, both up in air and on the ground, fall before her. She doesn't care about ruling people. She wants to rule Asgard. She thinks it's a place, not a people. And that's what she wants to rule. And she showcased Underneath all those beautiful paintings of goblets and garden parties, there was the real Asgard, the formidable bloodshed Asgard. And I had a new appreciation of the history and Odin's not so great of a guy. It completely transformed how I saw the movies for the first movie and the second Thor movie. 
Hela is a wonderful villain. She's one of my favorite villains in the MCU. I rest my case, courtroom. I'll allow it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I too think she is a good villain because of all the not, things you just. Get to rebut. No, no, uh, we, we, no, no. This is a courtroom. We're not going <laughs> to argue. I'm not going to deal with petty arguments. <laughs> I thought she was a good villain too because of all the things you just said, and it made me really see like it flipped my view on Odin, and he's an ass. Yes, and he's kind of a bad guy too. Kind of. He just covered up everything. Right. And she's exposing the truth, even though people don't like to see it. No, I completely agree. And I love how, like, when they, you know, she goes, uh, like, the first thing she does is take those uh, new paintings down. She goes, just like dad, to cover things up or something like that. I, I mean, and it's true. Like, it's not like she shattered those and there was nothing underneath it. I mean, there was the history there of her conquest with Odin. That's what I loved. It brought validity to her. It wasn't just some empty shell of a speech. It made her It made her present even before she this movie yes she had a history she felt real she didn't feel like she just it, came it out didn't feel of a, like a throwaway character correct so i loved it and it and took, i loved how they did the whole and it took yes and it took surter oh see i didn't like that it took surter the dude had to be as tall as a mountain to take her down that's how powerful she was too she didn't get taken out by thor or loki or any of the you know she never got it was surter <laughs> destroying her that to me it was like man that's who had to take her out like it got it made me appreciate her more i loved everything about it i really did all right, so I've got a counterpoint, and then I've got a question. My counterpoint is um, something that I read today said that they had shot some stuff with Anthony Hopkins um, for both Thor The Dark World, uh, it might have been Thor, one of the other movies, and for this movie, and they um, ran it through with uh, test audiences. It did not go over well, and so they took a lot of it out. And so maybe that was what I needed to actually see to feel like you needed to see the history of Hela. Yeah. Not just like in a painting, but yeah. Yes. Maybe I needed to actually see it to see, to feel like she was a bad villain. Cause to your point, Emmy, there were like the first two Thor movies. We were brought back in older battles, older Mm time. You know what I mean? Like they had those classic battles and yes, this movie had a completely different feel. I get that, but how cool would it have been to see Hela and Odin fighting side by side for not the greater good. Usually, you know, to take control of the nine realms. I thought that would, that would have been a really good take to kind of have the intro. Now don't get me wrong. I love the dragon scene and like him with Surtur and he's like, Surtur, you that scene was fire. That was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that is a better scene than what they would have brought. But if they even had a did quick, you, I, got it. It. I got it. I got okay. it. I didn't get, I didn't get it. Uh, well, there you go. I'll give you that. You thing. never use it anymore. You know what? You need to stop. Okay. Feelings. I'm having a good conversation. I'm, I'm a- still funny. That was a good joke too. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, the, the, the scene, maybe even a flashback scene, you know, where she's talking about it. And instead of just seeing those paintings, you see the actions as well. Maybe it would have helped. But like even, even seeing the action scenes, because I, I, in the last, in the, in Thor, the dark world. No. In the first Thor movie, yep. when they show where he takes the baby, I was all on board with like, no, Odin is a horrible person. He took a baby. Like from his parents, his parents were still alive and he took the baby. They took her baby. 
Exactly. If you uh, saw Odin, the wild and wonderful it, lights, you'll understand that. If you haven't seen the wild and wonderful lights, I apologize, but <laughs> it's a train wreck. If, if Odin would have um, told them though, and not covered it up, there would have been more preparation because he wasn't always going to be King and she would have been released from where he had her imprisoned. He says that. Yeah. Good point. And I, they I, could have prepared for that. I guess in this movie too, he kind of seems like a frail older gentleman. And so I didn't, he doesn't seem. Yeah. I mean, they make him more of a hero in this movie and that he regrets what he did and how he handled it. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't excuse the shit. No, he did. no, not at all. Exactly. Very well. Said. And her dog. Come on. Look at that big pup. She had. She did. That puppy just needed some, some big pet pets. Kibbles he and bits. needed some pets. Pet pets. Yes. Some kibbles and bits and pets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The CG of that dog looked amazing when they it were, did. when they were sitting there um, and it shows him not when she revived him, but when they were sitting there. Oh, oh. And speaking of reviving him, Odin also hid that they were built on top of a ton of dead bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was creepy and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But then it showed them standing there and you got uh, her and what is his name? Who? Scourge. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, the executioner. Yes. And the dog standing behind them. It looks so real. Looked, Even like the details on the mouth and everything. Which is funny because one of the things that I noted was that the makeup on the eye looked very fake in my opinion i don't know and if what, you guys who's i thor's when his eye gets ripped out it's almost like you can see the screen that they used to cover it up so he could still see and have depth perception mm, no I, you guys I, didn't catch that i didn't but i wasn't yeah no it didn't look bad to me but i don't know i it mean there would have been a lot more blood than what they showed but it's a disney movie but yeah yeah, well, I've got to give a quick uh, shout out because we talked about him briefly just now. Scourge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I, I thought Scourge was hilarious when he's like, you know, he's like, behold my stuff. And he like, all of a sudden he's like, these are my guns, Des and Troy. Put them together. They destroy. I got him off a little place in Midgar called Texas. And it is wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. I could not stop laughing at that. Um, also, another thing, since we're talking about Scourge, and especially Scourge with the shake weight. Okay, that, that was cool. That was, I never thought I'd see a Marvel character with a shake weight. Honestly, especially a cosmic Marvel character. It was wonderful. I did not know until recently that that was Carl Urban because you didn't know it's Carl Urban. Wow. I mean, I did, but I didn't put it together that that's Carl Urban, who is also in the boys. Mm-hmm. He's in the boys and Lord of the Rings. He just looks very different with a bald head. Yep. And, and a lot track. of people wanted him to wanted him to play Wolverine, too. Oh, and now he's Scourge. Oh, gosh. OK. No, people still want him to play. Wolverine. No one wants them to play. No one wants Zac Efron to play. Nah, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's not get on that. OK. I need to say real quick that Scourge, the whole behold my stuff, is every guy on any dating app ever. Here's my guns. Here's my dead fish. Here's me at the gym. Oh, I thought you were going another direction. In the gay community, it's behold, here's my (laughs) stuff. No, I was talking about the pictures. You swipe through. Yeah, moving on. You swipe through the pictures usually. And you, every guy, just here's my guns. Here's a dead fish. Here's a dead buck. Here's me with my shake weight. Look at my car. And then that gross. You better be swiping. Which one is the good one? Left or right? Left is bad. Left is swipe. Right. If they have that shake weight, just saying you better (laughs) be swiping right. (laughs) 
But then, but then if you do swipe right on any of those, then that gross dragon head that just spews all over you with orange guts and green and purple and blah. We call that something else too. <laughs> That's, oh, See, I was, I was going to call it the personality because usually they are. <sighs> yeah. This whole analogy is a whole different direction in the gay community. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I should have, should have seen that coming. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you should have seen that. <laughs> Oh, I already gave her the bonus, whether whether warranted yes. or not. That was wonderful. Now, but Scourge, yeah, he's a, he's every guy on every dating app. He's he's pretty wonderful. Yeah, but you guys, okay, Old you scooge. mentioned the shake weight. Did Deadpool not also mention the shake weight? Uh, Deadpool. Well, no, no, that's I'm talking In about MCU. We're the MCU oh. in review. You need to. It's gonna be the MCU eventually. eventually. It is. That's a very good point, but it's not right now. But good point. Now, uh, one more thing though, because you talked about the dragon getting cut off and everything. Real quick, can we talk about that opening scene? Real quick, that set the tone for the entire that's, movie. No. Yes, that, no. that's how I knew it would be different. Yeah, immediately. Exactly when he goes, like he's almost breaking the fourth wall when he's talking to that. Yes. Skeleton. Yes, that is exactly the note that I had down. Yes. Yeah, but he was talking to the skeleton. Oh, I know, but yes, almost but for a second. And the movie we just watched ended with a break of the fourth wall, and this one starts with like you think for a second he's breaking the fourth wall. It was it was impressive. It was wonderful. I, I enjoyed it. it. I uh, he it. would have been breaking his ribs had he been any other person when they knocked him out of the cage. He would have freaking the way he came down and hit so hard with those chains on it oh was my insane God. and i love when he's like literally like a science Christ- fiction clinton i love the way he's literally like a christmas ornament and he's like spinning around and like skirt or scourge i'm still on scourge surter is talking to him and he's like hold on I'll, I'll get back around eventually hold on you know it's like i'm not even doing this on my own like i promise it's just kind of it was just so i immediately was like laughing out loud and i was like this is a different thor man like this is a witty hilarious thor and i remember i think i read something where like chris hemsworth was asked or they asked the writers like how did you jump from thor 2 to this thor like how did you kind of justify making it he's like he's been hanging around the avengers for a few years he's taken on some things from tony and some other guys like he He's a witty dude too, you know, and he's starting to, you know, he's put that wit together and uh, like of, you know, and I was like, that's a really good way to put it. He's kind of almost, you know, he's, he's loosened up a little bit. And I, I really love that, that explanation because right away, this dude's someone I would want to hang out with. He's hilarious. He's funny. He's like, Oh, me too. Yes. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) Surter. He's like Thor, son of Odin. And he goes, Surter, you son of a bitch. I was like, not ready for it. I was, and yeah. I was like, this is it. And from that moment on, the movie does not let up and it's beautiful. No. It is. Sartre looked amazing. He too. did too. I love that. And he's like, uh, he goes, that's a crown. I thought it was a big eyebrow. And he goes, it's a crown. And like, <laughs> it's just so good. It's so good. Even they make fun of the villain. That looks amazing. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 Oh gosh, this opening scene was everything I would want from a Thor three movie to get me invested and bought in right away. And it did everything about it. I loved. And it's such a perfect use of Led Zeppelin. Yes. Led Zeppelin does not let their, their music go easily ever. And so it's only been used in mostly Cameron Crowe movies, um, like fast times at Ridgemont high and almost famous. Mm -hmm. Um, School of rock was another movie that uses Led Zeppelin without Cameron Crowe, but this, this was like, this is like a standalone, like Led Zeppelin is like, "Mm, no, you can't have our music. 
I'm Marvel sorry. has lots of money. Well, and <laughs> it's also the, the the lyrics, which I'm sorry, I still don't know. And I love Led Zeppelin to death, but what? I just yell. I don't, I'm not speaking words when I sing along to Led Zeppelin. Like it's just the song. It's a hop um, song. Well, but they're talking about Valhalla and then hammer of the gods drive our ships to new lands. Yeah. Like it's the plot of the movie. Like it's amazing. And it's the immigrant song. And it's also a big parallel of what Asgard becomes. They yes. all become his yes. immigrants. Yep. Drive and the clever, new lands. The, the cleverness, the, the cleverness of them letting them and uh, let's see they end up settling there but also odin's on norway and this is all based off norse mythology and i thought that was very clever too yeah i guess i kind of thought that that was a given though because it's norse mythology that they that he would want to die in norway yeah but, yeah but they incorporated it and going yeah, further okay, that's yeah. where they set up new asgard you know what i'm saying yeah. it's they they finally pay it off that it is part of that mythology yeah. Um, something that I would want to bring up that you brought up in Me? Thor the Dark World in our episode was that Loki plays the same music or the chorus sings the same music in his play. Yes. That ah. is played. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they have the same dialogue, the same music playing in the background. Like, no. And Matt. Well, it's, it, it's, it's also during Frigga's funeral, too. It is. Like, it, it is. I. This is a really interesting way to just make fun of yourself i mean they literally made fun of a huge scene in thor the dark world and honestly mm-hmm. thor the dark world i think maybe it's this or incredible hulk i'm gonna test you a little bit Amy. what's the lowest rated marvel studios movie is it the incredible hulk or thor the dark world i know for a fact those are the bottom two i'm just curious which one's which I don't think I was doing or ratings. Captain America. Which one is it, Amy? Shut your mouth, Captain America, one hundred percent. All right, no, guys. I wasn't. I wasn't doing my ratings bit whenever we did Hulk. Yeah, well, like we can... if I did it, I was googling it. Well, you know. Hey, you do you have a phone in front of you? What? Who I has have a, a point to make, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. So, I know that we all recognize one of those actors that was in that play. Matt Damon, Kevin Matt... Bacon. <laughs> We're just like Kevin Bacon. Matt Damon, okay, which Taika Waititi said about this scene, like, he was looking at it as if he passed away but had, like, was able to create a play about himself, like, he would make everybody watch it. It would be, like, the saddest thing ever, and he would have some huge celebrity playing him. So, I have a question for you guys. Who is playing you in the movie about you? Ooh, Chris Hemsworth's playing me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that made Clinton so sick to his stuff. He's like, God, I hate you. <laughs> Are we going off who we like as actors or who we think looks like us or who? Oh, I, was- I have a list of four and two of them look like me. Okay, I'm going to get a more broad list than just Chris Hemsworth, but I will say Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I'm just going to stick with Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm Hemsworth. Oh, those squishy muscles, you're not. He does have the long hair, though. <laughs> Okay, you guys cannot hear this right now, but Brandon's muscles are going wah 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 in the in the microphone. Yeah, boom 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 boom. Hate you guys. Hate you I would guys. get Adam Adam Lambert to play me. Adam People used to say I looked like him. Okay, okay, I see that. So then I'm gonna I look big. like I'm over prepared. So what yeah. you got, Amy? One hundred percent, Scarlett Johansson. One hundred percent. 
Are we Love just her. pulling freaking Marvel people Adam out Lambert? of this? No, because no. if we're doing that, I can choose a different. Adam answer. Lambert was in the MCU. Y'all's are so easy. Adam Lambert okay. was in the MCU. So my second one would be Lisa Kudrow. Because I feel like we have very similar personalities. God, I love her. She was my favorite too. of the friends. Um, I could see that very much, actually. I would say Lisa. Like, yeah, I could easily. See thank that. you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Totally. Um, Melissa McCarthy, I think, would be another one that would probably do me justice. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's a little funnier than you. So <laughs> God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just like you tossed it, like you didn't even toss it underrated. You threw a fastball, and Clinton still swung and hit it out. <laughs> like, he still got it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a smart ass. My last one, and I think that this is actually who would play me, and I who I would want to play me, Rebel Wilson, 100. I think that she and I could be really good friends. Oh, okay. I had to think for a second who that was. She's she's awesome. in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, she's yeah. Fat Amy. <laughs> No, I, I I love her. I do too. There's a there's an interview where she went on some talk show and wore a necklace that said "bitch," <laughs> and somebody complimented her and said, "Oh, I like your necklace." And she goes, "Thanks, it was my grandma's." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty brilliant. Absolutely loved it. That is pretty brilliant. Okay, so Matt Damon is playing hold on, Loki. Hold on, hold on a second, really quick. Sixty-seven percent The Incredible Hulk. Sixty-six percent. Thor the Dark World. Just thought I would really? go so Thor the What Dark- about Captain America? Which one? All gr- three of them because they're amazing? The first Avenger. Okay. No, the other two were great. The first one was a little... All right, let's look it up right now. All right, while he's looking that up, do I already know got it. who... <laughs> Captain America, the first Damn Avenger. The internet. Sorry, it's really quick nowadays. Captain America, the first Avenger is 77. Or excuse me. No, my bad. That's audience. 80% is Captain America. Oh, so people didn't like it too. Yeah, yeah. Captain America, audience, Captain yeah. America, the first Avenger, 80%. So there you go. Okay. I credit. The Dark World was worse than. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> That's the whole point. We talk of... about both. But Rotten Tomatoes score is about the critics and the audience. No, it's not. Oh, so they put the audience score on there for nothing? Yeah, that's a popcorn bucket. That is not the Rotten Tomato or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can I continue? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, apparently not. All right. So Matt Damon plays Loki. Who plays Thor? Do you guys know? Is it one of Hemsworth's brothers? Yes. Who plays Thor? You don't know this whole time. It's been Chris Hemsworth playing Thor through all these movies. I thought it was Liam. Who plays actor Thor? Uh, I know it's one of the Hemsworth brothers. The only reason I know that is because Renee told me while we were watching the movie. Yeah. It's Luke Hemsworth, Thor's older brother, who also wants to play. It rhymes with Wolverine. Uh, uh, hold on, don't tell me. Uh, Moldering. No, 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 <laughs> no. Megasonic teenage warhead. Yes, yes. That's awesome. No, he wants, who is he wants to play Wolverine? Who is hotter, Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth? Um, Amy, this question is for you. Brandon, I'll leave you out of this. Thank you, Clinton. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> he got really close to the mic both times. Brandon, I'm going to leave this off. Trick <laughs> <laughs> question, Robert Downey Jr. Ooh. What? Ooh. Trick question, Robert Downey Jr. I like it. I don't understand. She's- I'm not picking. I'm saying Robert Downey Jr. is hotter than either of them. You're wrong. Mm, well, 
You have to pick the two. I would say if you were going to an island and you could only take one Hemsworth brother, which one would it be? And now over here we have Chris, who is a member of the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe, who plays yeah, Thor. Really sell them to me. Please. Then we have Liam Hemsworth, who was dumped by Miley Cyrus. Now who is it going to be, Amy? I I feel like I would say I would say Liam because I feel like sleeping. You don't next- have to justify it. I agree. <laughs> No, I want to hear this now. Be like sleeping next to a sack of rocks. He is so muscular. (laughs) Most people would would like that. I know. While I would like to run my hands up and down that all day, and honestly, both of the Heaven Force Brothers. Sorry, keep going, Amy. Yeah, I wouldn't want to cut myself. No, hold on a second. No, you guys, you get, we do video uh, conference calls, just in case you're wondering. We all do it safely from uh, our own homes for uh, social distancing, but we do that so we can see each other, we can interact with one another. So I saw Emmy when she was like, as much as I would love to rub him up and down, like that, I was like, her hands went up and down. It was just, I was imagining. You can't see this, and that's why I wanted to paint the picture to someone. Because, like, my reaction was based on your hands instead <laughs> of your words, and I started laughing hilarious. I'm sorry. Go for it. I'm I mean, not. it ain't like Liam is like a mashed potato. You I, know what I mean? I, I love Clinton no, so much. Not. He does not, not hesitate he's- at all. He's like, let's go back to Liam. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a little bit leaner, and I think that's how I like my my, my men. I like my, men, my men lean. <laughs> I like it. Like, I like my hamburger I, helper. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, and I... I I probably shouldn't say this, but uh, my boyfriend can't tell them apart, which probably is a good sign. <laughs> probably really, is. I could yeah. tell them apart. Liam always I... looks like he just got broken up by Miley Cyrus. Are there just three of the Hemsworth brothers that I know of? Yeah, they're like they're, the, and it, they're all three actors. It's are the all, ones that I know of. It's almost like it's almost like the Jonas Brothers. You've got the really hot one, and you've got one that's kind of hot, and then you got one that's not cute at all. Who's the one that's kind of hot? Which one? <laughs> Hemsworth is who she's talking about. Yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah, obviously Joe Jonas. Woo. No. Oh Wait, my no, gosh. No, 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 Why no, no, are no, we no, talking no, about no, how hot the Jonas no, Brothers no, are? Kevin. It's Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's the ugly one. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. This is. <laughs> we went on a tangent on I the couldn't pop. even remember his name. Yeah. It's Kevin. <laughs> it's Kevin. Well, to get us back on track, there's something. One of our listeners is Kevin. Kevin, I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're going to switch gears, guys. Kevin's the girl. We're going to switch gears, guys. There, one of the things, though, and before we started this podcast. F. Mary No, that was for Spider-Man. We're not doing it. F. Mary Kill the Hemsworth Brothers. We're done. Okay. No. Guys, we when there was... Um, <laughs> I've lost this podcast. One of the things I loved about this movie that I wanted to touch base on was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange in this movie, uh, we see him briefly, but he is 100% Doctor Strange. He is amazing in this movie. This whole scene with him and Thor and Loki. I forgot he was in this, to be honest with you. And I watched it today. I absolutely loved seeing Blueberry Cucumber Squash. In this movie. It was great. I was so excited. Yes. I I thought he was amazing as well. And what he does, and it's so funny because Emmy is always like, what happens in the film is the only thing that ever happens in the MCU. There's not something that happens beyond that. Loki has been falling for 30 minutes. So would you like to watch Loki fall for 30 minutes or do you just take his word for it when he shows up through that portal? 
You can't it's trust the it. other things happening. Like we see botanical cumbersome <laughs> talking with Thor and refilling the glass, which he drains really quickly. Yeah. He and him, I would like to see, this is what I'd like to see. Valkyrie and Thor have a chugging contest. I think Valkyrie would win. <laughs> like I, thought, I honestly, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Valkyrie. I would pick over, uh, over Thor in that one quite a bit, but it was so cool to see Dr. Strange. You, just, you can just, uh, never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. Carry on. I hate when you do that. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. You would you would have to edit it. So can't, go on. Appreciate it. Thanks for saving me the time. But uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange, uh, I thought he was like full blown Sorcerer Supreme in this. I thought like this was the guy I wanted to see in the Doctor Strange movie the whole time. And don't get me wrong, I love the Doctor Strange movie. But gosh, I really can't wait for the Multiverse of Madness. Give me stuff like this, especially when like they cut jump cut to different parts and like Hemsworth is just rolling them down the stairs at one point, like literally just completely rolling down the stairs and he's like could you stop doing that it's 100 amazing i absolutely yeah. loved it so it's like he's finally got the cockiness of dr strange yeah with the cockiness of bagadon cabbage patch <laughs> sorry you still get me with those oh okay i don't know what you're talking i never get anybody's name wrong no no you don't it, it was um <laughs> Full garb too. We had the gloves this time too. Yes, yes. But it was the what post credit scene movie was it? Where he, it, it was Doctor it was, Strange. I think it was Doctor Strange. Okay, it was this scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't even just like skip over it. They did the scene again in this movie. Mm-hmm. But I really loved it. It worked so well with me. I and I, it was. I it, it was to kind of try to bring him into a bigger universe because Correct. you know we haven't really seen like it was kind of that one movie. And then you had the end credit scene that brought him into Thor's world. And this is kind of bringing him more into Thor- Thor's world plus Hulk. And so, yeah, I really, I enjoyed seeing Boogeyman the, Captain Crunch. The um, the umbrella as the hammer. Yeah. And then he calls it and he yes. just hears everything breaking upstairs. <laughs> and he goes, it's fantastic. Sorry. As it like shatters everything. It is absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah, no, this is the Doctor Strange I want in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and speaking of maybe potential spoilers ahead for Multiverse of Madness, but um, I don't even think it's Multiverse of Madness. I might go to straight to Spider-Man 3, but I think it's going to be introduced maybe through the multiverse. Hey, we might have F. Mary Kill on the big screen, guys. We Andrew Garfield, Toby uh, McGuire, and Tom Holland. I got and it. yeah. When Sony was asked about this, they didn't deny. It. They, they just said it's not confirmed. I was just going to say the exact same thing, Clinton. I I feel like I have a twin brother, and it's awesome. Like I, I that's exactly it. They they said this is not confirmed. That's not, you know, you would say you're not denying it. Correct. You would say these these rumors are false. There is no truth or validity to these statements. No, Uh, no comment. We have we have Electro coming in. So this is going to be. But I think what's I mean, a big theory is that it's going to start with WandaVision. It's going to open up the multiverse. Okay. Okay. Spider-Man is going to be. What about Multiverse of Madness? Well, that comes after Spider-Man. That's after Spider-Man. Spider-Man's oh. December of next year. Oh, yes. I didn't realize this. <laughs> what is it? Wow, What's I didn't realize Spider-Man. Uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Wow, I'm that sorry. was the worst. And <laughs> Shang-Chi, Eternals, Black Widow, and Spider-Man are all next year. Oh, man. 
do you realize we'll actually have a podcast about new movies? I cannot wait. And we can do news like, hey, guess what? Did you hear about this? Let's have a news episode for an hour. Oh, man, those will be the Do we not do that already? We do, but like, I want to really do it. Like, you know, like, I don't know. It'll be fun. But then we'll be like, man, there's nothing to talk about this week. Eh." (laughs) So So let's watch Power Rangers. (laughs) Hey, I'm up for it if you guys are. But they are going to bring, they think that it's going to affect it's going to pour into Spider-Man three and then finalize in multiverse of madness and top all the loose strings of the Sony Marvel confusion and Fox confusion. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, my brain's exploding because but do you it think would be a beautiful do way. Now. Be a beautiful way for them to make it make sense for what, everybody. What I would love, though, if they did this, and I, I'm hoping it doesn't get too overshadowed because I still want to see Tom Holland get his third Spider-Man movie. I really do. But having said that, I really want to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield go in this because how cool would it be to have those movies technically in canon with the MCU? You know, like those weren't a wash. I watched all five of those Spider-Man movies before this one. And to say, oh, it's kind of in canon. Yes, it's a part of a different universe, but it's still technically in canon. It's Right, exactly. And that's why they want to do it. And a big theory of it is that they will kill off Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And because he's older, and hold on, the um, that old? No, he's an older for Spider Man. He was thirty years old three years ago, Emmy. Let me get to my point, guys. (laughs) They think they will bring it. This is just theory. There's nothing rumored or anything, but they think that there there is a script of a audition um, for Miles Morales that leaked, and they think that they're going to bring. Miles Morales into the MCU through Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and the reason oh, that Toby wow. that he dies and Toby or Miles Morales takes up the mantle of Spider-Man in that universe and comes over into the MCU because that Spider-Man died in that universe this is wonderful that is the most comic booky amazing thing i've ever heard in my entire life if they do this and they do it right and it would have to be like a three-hour epic i'm sorry it would have to be it, something it would have to be and the age would make sense with it miles would. morales with miles being morales the and same Toby age as Peter our Parker. mcu spider-man because right. he is younger in the comics oh my god and we had him in homecoming he was a he was the nephew of um Aaron. There's so a, there's a part he where he was young. Childish Gambino. There's a part where Hawkeye looks at Black Widow in Infinity War or Endgame, excuse me. And I know we're skipping a little bit ahead, but he goes, "Don't don't give me hope." Clinton, don't give me hope. That sounds absolutely It's all theory. It's all theoretical. If it doesn't happen, okay, but god, that but That's a beautiful way I, to do it. Sign okay. me up. I am all so, ready for that. So Marvel, um, I am acting as Clinton's agent. Um, you can buy him from me for twenty million. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is fine. Twenty twenty three dollars. <laughs> you can buy his time, for tw- and um, we can we can be in negotiations. He can write for you. I'm sure. I, no, I didn't come up with that theory. That's just the theory that is circulating. Yeah. No, oh. I figured that. Yeah. Which, yeah. I wish I came up with that theory. And that is, but it would make so much sense. It would. Oh my gosh. I, I'm looking forward to Spider-Man three now and I blame you if I don't like it because it didn't turn out to be that. So, um, that is 
absolutely mind blowing. But uh, yeah, no, um, Doctor Strange. Uh, I'm looking forward to the multiverse of madness. I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to Spider Man three. I'm looking forward to everything he's gonna do in the next little bit. And WandaVision to kick everything really off. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be wonderful. Oh, we get that this year, guys. We, we do. It. It's like less than no. It's it, a little over a month away. Is it safe to say we'll redu- uh, we'll review one of those episodes per week? Is that is yes? That, okay, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, WandaVision when that move or that movie that show comes out we will be reviewing it because it comes out on a weekly basis on disney plus we will probably continue our marvel cinematic universe movies but we are going to have uh, some chunk of time really dedicated to wandavision because oh, i cannot wait cannot wait for <laughs> new marvel content all of us just sharing our first thoughts together it's going to be wonderful so look out for that in uh, upcoming episodes so uh, let's talk about mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters of this movie yep one of my favorite characters who is in this movie, Loki. So we first see Loki with kind of, he he's, he's being, you know, he's pretending to be Odin and it's this huge moment, obviously where it's revealed that obviously it's Loki. There's a reason why there's a big statue and there's a reason why there's this play honoring Loki's memory in such a dramatic fashion, but I'm going to kind of throw it to a scene with, you know, Loki, Thor and Odin in that Norway scene. And Mm -hmm. there's, and he goes, this is Odin speaking. He goes, look at this place. It's beautiful. And Thor responds, father, it's us. And Odin responds, my sons, I have been waiting for you, my sons. And Loki's look, if you take a look at Loki's face, when he stares up at Odin for a second, he's like, you, you recognize me as your son still after everything. Like it was almost mm-hmm. this appreciation. It was almost this like, Oh damn, man, what have I done? Um, Loki, I know he's not the the hero in this movie by far from it, but there's that scene right away where you see him posing as Odin, just being a reckless jerk. But then the next scene you're seeing him and you go from hating him. Well, kind of to loving him immediately. Like he's got a little bit of remorse in his face. He's immediately like, Oh man, he's calling me. His well, son. when he, when he's still Odin too, and he's, he's drinking out of the goblet and he turns, and he's goes, like, Oh, oh shit. Oh, he's like, Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, and Anthony Hopkins as Loki yes. is brilliant. It's- he did really yeah. good as that because he's been this serious character the whole time and right. he was getting to goof off a little bit. Right. And that is one thing I absolutely love when they do body swap movies. I'm not sure why I love it so much, but like when someone has to be a different character, and I think I've talked about this before, like when Loki was Captain America, but Captain America had to play himself as Loki. Yeah. I I live for that shit. Like that is too. awesome. It was wonderful. It's funny. We're yeah. talking about Loki and Clinton talks about Anthony Hopkins as Loki. Cause it feels like Loki. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's that good. And there's another scene I want to talk about too, where they're in the elevator and he, they're talking back and forth. And like, Loki's like, you think so little of me or something along those lines. And he goes, Loki, I thought the world of you, I thought we mm-hmm. would fight side by side forever. You know, I'm me and you're you. And let's be honest, our paths diverged a long time ago. And they just kind of, and Loki's looking off and he's just kind of realizing that you can see Loki in a different way is processing things. But it don't stick. It doesn't. Not long. Never. Not long. But I love no, it. He's it. like, I love Thor though. He's like, hey, let, let's do go. Uh, let's do get help. What? <laughs> get help. No, I hate it. It's humiliating. Come on. You love it. We are not doing get help. Oh. 
And then they walk through the elevator. Get help, please, my brother. He's fallen. And like they fling him like a rag doll. And he goes, you know, and it's just so funny. He's like, ah, oh, I told you that was humiliating. Just the, their bond. It's It's been through multiple movies. Not it just reminds the you movies. of their child. It reminds you of some childish banter they had when they were little <sighs> mm-hmm. and played or something. Oh, gosh. Um, the, the, but it never sticks with Loki. And it's it's a it's a like warm mm-hmm. scene. And then you're then he betrays him again. But Thor. They they flipped all the tropes on their head this time of Thor. Like everybody in the audience always was like, "Don't fall for it, Thor." This time you Thor didn't too much Thor. This time That's Thor what I'm saying. They yeah. flipped it. Right. I agree. Movie. I agree. Fool me seven hundred and eighty two times. That's on you. But Thor loves him, and he wanted to. Sh- he just he keeps, always keeps trying. But yeah. he's kind of snapped out of it now. That during the play they talk about the time when Thor. Or no, when Loki turned Thor into a frog, yeah, which like, is an actual story by someone. And and the way Hemsworth's brother responds, he's like, it was a funny joke. <laughs> but but in the story, Thor gives a frog, and I forget what his name is, um, the powers of Thor, and they call him Throg, Frog of Thunder. <laughs> oh, did you guys ever this, watch? Go ahead. Oh, did you guys ever watch Homestar Runner back in the day? Yes, I did. Trogdor! Friends with you. Yes. yes. <laughs> Trogdor was a human. And he was Clinton a... Clinton has no idea. Dragon man. And he burned all the peasants. Because he was Trogdor! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you bringing something out of my brain that has been dormant for you? Probably. Oh, it's this is like a giant oh, thing. It's a cartoon. Yes, it? it is. It has an arm on yes. its back. Oh, uh, my strong gosh. Bad. Strong <laughs> bad. Strong yes. bad. Trogdor. Yes. Oh. Homestar yes. Runner. Homestar Runner. If you have yes. never uh-huh. seen Trogdor the Burninator, YouTube it. I promise you. We, I'll, I'll even post it on our Twitter. Trogdor the Burninator is absolutely no, We want to get listeners. We want to oh, get never listeners. Mind. Never mind. I will not post it on our Twitter. But <laughs> YouTube it if you got some time. Trogdor. No, we actually, now that we've mentioned it, we probably should. We should be like hey you like our podcast you obviously like some random things so trogdor is the can burninator we, can we call him trog thor Ooh, oh I, dang I, it clinton how do you do it so easily just natural baby just natural okay um the scene where they come in the room um and they're trying to decide what to do and loki's chained up and he goes surprise and then uh Thor tells this story about being when we were little and he turned me into a frog. That was all improvised by Chris Hemsworth. And the reaction of uh, Tom Hiddleston laughing is genuine because it was not in the script. (laughs) That's wonderful. That part cracked me up because you can tell when I watched it this time and I knew it, you can tell that Tom Hiddleston is actually like trying to hold back laughing, but they just kept it in there. That's uh, like I said, 80% of the film was improvised or, or just them kind of messing around on set. Um, it works so well, but I, I don't know. I love, I have not thought Tom Hiddleston is this attractive man in me, but when he, they go to earth and try to find Odin and he's in that black suit, he mm-hmm, looks sharp. Okay. Didn't he? Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. Look at Loki all styling and profiling, which I'm pretty sure it's at that point. When Loki says, I'm not a witch, and then Thor says, well, then why do you dress like one? 
I thought that was funny. Which is, it's a, it's which a callback. is not a callback. <laughs> Sorry, which, okay. Uh, 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 which is, wah, wah, wah. it's a, it's a nod crickets. to Monty Python and the Holy Grail. She's a witch. Exactly. She's a witch. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And I had no idea that whole uh, scene was improvised between Thor. Like when he's like, yes. and then he turned me in and say, he's like, or he turns into his man. He's like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> he stabs me. Like, that, and, he st- <laughs> and he stabbed me. Yeah. And he sta- the, oh, so good too. Like the way he does that. Man, like, like his you eyes. Can so tell that Tom Hiddleston didn't know it was coming. Cause it's like he tried Bro, to hold back the laugh. It was a snake. Yeah. Because he knew he liked snakes. Because he was drugged! Okay. My <laughs> God. Sorry, guys. Did I just ruin everything? Yeah, not frog. Yeah. Because he was Frogdor? Trogdor the Burninator. YouTube it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still stuck on that. I love and then, and then how Loki always shows up not being himself. It's just an illusion. And then that last time when <laughs> Thor threw a, a can at him and yeah. hit him in the head. <laughs> but I love oh, I thought Loki he caught was a, he caught, Loki was he caught no. the last one. The last the thing. The very he, last no, one. No, when he's in the chains in that room where he tells that joke. Correct. The chains, but like I thought you were talking about the very last No, scene. when he throws oh. I just had to make sure you were here. Mm-hmm. There's sorry, Amy, go for it. I the 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 scene in Norway right before um Mr. Odin <laughs> Highness Odin um disappears into the wonderful fireflies of Asgard and Valhalla. Um you guys were talking about when he says my sons and Loki looks up at Odin and Thor looks at Loki at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Loki has to say, that's not me. I'm not doing that. Right. He doesn't say it out loud, but like, he's like, kind of like, that's not my magical powers. I thought that was also kind of a telling scene where Thor has learned his lesson. I, what I love about this movie is how much there's so much hilarity, but there was such a human element too at certain mm-hmm. times, very t- small little moments, but they were there. And if you're looking out for it, it was that scene that, that hit me in the feels, man, especially everything they went through t- together, all three of them. And the fact that, you know, like Loki was like felt almost accepted at the end of it, all things. Um, and I don't know. I, I really appreciated them going out on the limb there. I like that he backstabbed, not really backstabbed, but like tried to backstab Thor. Right. Thor figured it out, got off of that planet, and then Loki shows up to that planet with one of those weird party ships and is like, I'm here. I'm your saver. Save. Saver. <laughs> I'm your saver. That I'm part your, was so, I'm, I'm like, your I was like, oh my God, here comes Loki wanting to be the worshipped man again but also that is his character like i see I, that. no i, I know they that. played into it is what i'm yeah. saying like the character of loki i'm like God, and like loki, you're so hungry for attention yes. yeah even when the spaceship is coming down and there's all that like mist and fog around it and all you can see are those with the with the with the big curvy antlers just like the big you can just see that huge helmet and you know that that is a reindeer games coming to save the day <laughs> Gosh, I, I I absolutely love it. And how did Loki get from there back to the vault to get the 
they they were talking about like they were on the bridge and he goes Loki I need you to go get the crown of yes. Surtur and, then and he put ran, it in the internal runs flame back towards the ship and then he's in the vault no he because runs he, back he flew the ship he flew the ship back to Asgard like to the the kingdom of Asgard to get into that vault what ship the, the party ship yeah the Grand it's my ship. birthday ship no that was ha- <laughs> that was happening at the same time that the ship was getting all the people no 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 no, no, no. Thor and Valkyrie and Hulk took like a little orange ship that I'm sure looks on the inside like a Jackson Pollock. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. And the, chi- the Grandmaster ship. Correct. Yes. And Loki was left on. It doesn't Sakaar. show that. No, thought- but the but the um, Korg and all the other people are like, we're starting a revolution. And yeah. they all come and get Loki. And Loki's like, oh, well. Right, but Loki walks down onto the Bifrost. He's standing there. He with took a Thor. ship. He took a ship back to go to Asgard to go to the vault. I know that for a fact. No, y'all are not. We're disconnecting here. When they're standing there, and Hell is walking up the bridge, mm-hmm. and there, it's Thor and Loki and Valkyrie mm-hmm. standing and Hulk's there. Hulk's in the water still. Hulk's in the water still, and then he says, "They talk about the plan to destroy Asgard," and he's like brother that's the best whatever Mm -hmm. walks back towards the ship and then we see him in the vault again yeah because he flew the ship to over to the vault yes well not well he flew it to the how do you know that we don't know that because time doesn't work in mcu and it's like time works here he basically it's a jump cut of him getting in the ship and then all of a sudden he's in the vault it's like literally saying he sees him flying for a second the orange one no, you don't. The orange, yeah. the Grandmaster. Yes, one. you do, Clinton. He yes, gets you in the see gr- him yes. in the ship. Yes, did yes. I miss that? Yes. yes, he gets in the Grandmaster ship and then he flies over to the vault. Oh well, never mind. Yeah, f me, right? F you. Not, not the ship that all the people are getting on. Not the, okay. not the, uh, okay. the refugee ship. But yeah, they get. I got you. They get in the. Well, gra- I missed that. I guess. Yeah, and what I wanted to talk about that one scene though, real quick, when he gets, yes. he's in I the know vault. Where you're getting. Yep. That snap back to the Tesseract and seeing how he just can't help himself. <laughs> I know it's, and, it's well, funny, but it, it was so tragic to me because I was like, that's his downfall right there. That's what we ultimately see in a couple of movies that ends up con- costing Loki quite a bit. <laughs> we won't say everything right now. But that to me, that scene was a little comical in the movie. Don't get me wrong. Rewatching it and knowing the implications of grabbing the Tesseract, it it hit me more than I would. Okay. Ca- it was a quick scene, but I was like, oh, God, there it is right there. If he would have just left it. Uh, and I was like, you know, when you're screaming at it like a horror movie, like just getting the running car. Don't worry about like. like okay. Okay. Uh, okay. It, okay. It, right. it broke my heart. Okay. So I'm, I want to play here. I want to play. Uh, what if I want to play some what if what if. If we're not going to play F. Mary Kill, I want to play some What If. That's only Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay, that's the only time we can play it. Well, yeah, or, it was in that movie. Or a Patreon topic if we get that. <laughs> okay, so what if? Because I just giggled during that scene, like when you brought it up again, because it was funny to me that he was like, "Hmm, hello, Tesseract. You got you. You don't have curves on you because you're a cute. What you doing, girl? Yeah. Yeah." All right. What would have happened had he not gotten it? In my opinion, he would have not gotten it. It would have gotten destroyed. Not destroyed. It would have blown up with 
Asgard, and it would have just been like a Thanos still would have pull it out of space. Well, we we saw. Okay, I I think that is a question none of us can answer for sure. Just to be honest with you, but we see. Well, crap. No, just kidding. It's a what if scenario. It's a what yeah, well, exactly. I know. And my what if scenario is a little bit different because I see obviously Wanda, you know, take out the Mind Stone with her powers. I'm thinking Surtur completely destroying that planet and shattering everything into a bunch of pieces. Why is the Tesseract not one of those things that would just completely shatter along with it? Maybe Wanda's it, very strong, though. Oh, I understand that, but Surtur is very strong as well. Obviously, and, of what we saw. And yeah, true. And, and he's got he's Wanda, the Eternal Flame. Wanda gets her powers from the Mind Stone, if you remember. Right. Th- Thor, with when he goes, you know, like he's like, where's the Tesseract or something at the very beginning of another movie? And he goes, it was destroyed on Asgard. And then obviously it's revealed that Loki got it. He goes, you really are the worst brother. Like, I, I guess that's where my brain goes. It would have been destroyed on Asgard based on what Hemsworth or Thor, I guess they're one in the same, almost like Downey and uh, Stark, um, what he says there. So I don't know for sure. Don't get me wrong. I don't. There's no way of knowing. But I, I think, oh, I can't help but think it would have a better chance floating in the cosmos in a bunch of different rebel. I think it'd be a little bit, maybe it would be easier to find. I don't know. But, I, I- but it wouldn't have led to Loki's ultimate demise yeah, yeah you know and that's what broke my heart is seeing him and a lot of Asgardians, right also. exactly and when i saw that and i was like i grew to love loki in this movie more than any other movie i loved him in a lot of these movies don't get me wrong but in this movie he hit like the emotional chords for me almost all the time because there's a lot of remorse in his eyes whether he follows through with it or not there is and yeah. just seeing him pass that tesseract and he's like oh oh wait a second and it, it just broke my heart it really did because i'm like the most remorse we get in his eyes is in infinity war oh yikes um the vault <laughs> though the they fixed a an error in the movies with when hella walks through the I vault know. i know what you're talking about the gauntlet yep 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 I, exactly mm. fake like fake yep because uh the one they had in the they showed it before this right yes Yes, wrong hand did. wrong hand right and left thanos and then, is left yep. yep and then wait yep. so was it the so in the previous hand? so in the previous thor movie when it showed it it was the wrong hand and then we get the scene where thanos says fine i'll do it myself it's the right the correct hand the left hand is the correct the left hand, hand is yes. the correct hand and they fix that error from thor by saying fake good when she's she kills it. Good correction by Marvel. Throws it over. I thought it was a unique yes. way is, to correct themselves, and I love that you pointed that out, Clinton. Great point. It's clever. Very. Okay, so they they kept the same hand. She just it, knocks so it over it's, and says it's, it's fake. It's no, it's the left hand. In the previous Thor movie, when it showed a gauntlet, it was a right-handed gauntlet. Oh, but see, when I it shows the post-credit scene of Thor or Thor. Thanos, Thanos putting it on, it's on the correct hand. I think that's Avengers Age of Ultron that he puts that So on. they had to fix it, and this is their way of fixing that it was a fake one in the vault when it showed a right-handed gauntlet because that's not comic accurate, and that's not Thanos's hand he wears it on. So in 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 so the way she knows it's fake is because it's the incorrect hand. Well, I don't know how she knows it's fake, but... 
Oh, well, it could also be like, I don't know if it's, it could also be that relationship with Odin, like, I'm going to create this, you know, relic to symbolize Thanos, oh, the gauntlet and blah, 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 who knows, but she knew right away, and I I love that they retconned that quite a bit, but it was in a really genius way, like, still showcasing Odin is masking a lot of these things. Yes, exactly. She's calling out the flaws of what Odin had done. And it was the perfect way to do it. Brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. I love the way they retcon that. Because you could easily just be like, oh, let's just skim over this and pretend it didn't happen. Marvel Studios is like, ha, fake. We're done. Sorry. Well, and there's <laughs> also the uh, QB thing that was on my vocab list from the first Thor movie. Yes. And she looks at it and says, weak. She goes, oh. The one that's not the Tesseract, but looks like a Buke. And then she walks by the Tesseract. Well. And she goes by the Tesseract and she goes, that's not bad. And then yeah. the Eternal Flame, though, that was the big selling point towards her. The so, big, yeah. Um, one thing we got to talk about, because we talked about Loki a little bit here, guys. I, we got to talk about, to me, the, the, the thing that sold a lot of people on this movie, the thing that was the hit for the trailer, thing that was just one of the most talked about scenes going into the movie, Thor and Hulk's showdown at the contest of champions. I know we kind of oh, touched yeah. base a little bit, but seeing Gladiator Hulk here, seeing almost a little bit of World War Hulk here, uh, I thought... I thought it was... Wait, Planet, Hulk. Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk, excuse me. My apologies. Planet Hulk. And I, I just, I really thought that this scene, like I said, in a perfect world, it, I wish I'd never seen a trailer for a Marvel Studios movie. Because to see this scene and him bust out, I would have lost my mind for the first time. But this fight scene was so hilarious and also so impactful and what i mean by that is obviously we see the banter between like thor he's like he's a friend from work the banner between them <laughs> the banner <laughs> got it and then- that line that line i have to say this yes thor's the the whole he says oh i know him he's a friend from work that was suggested to chris hemsworth by a make-a-wish children or a make-a-wish child who paid a visit to the set on the day that that scene was filmed. Oh, that's awesome! I just I, isn't it though? That makes that because that makes that scene ten times better. It's such a good line. It's too. beautiful. Like that's one yeah. of the most quotable lines in the entire movie. He's a friend from work, and they and use it Loki in the trailer. Freaks out. Yeah, Loki's like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. It, so it, did I catch a mistake here? What? Loki said that he's been there for like two or three weeks or something. Right. Yes. And Hulk has that? been there. He, he said, said, "I have he's not been there for a while." He was in the dungeon with Thor, and he said, "I have not seen Grandmaster's champion yet, but I've heard he's something special." He tells Thor that I have not seen this guy, but I heard how. He's- they don't specify how often they have the fight i mean if you want to talk about ufc fighters they fight every three months you know three or four months i mean i'm just saying like three weeks certain people fighting that's not unheard of to go that long between fights you train you specialize i'm a big mixed martial artist fan so um okay but that's mma that's a different sport i understand that happens every week i uh, yes they don't specify it they, they don't, don't specify so you, when it happens. They don't. So okay, you can't fine. assume. Okay, so it, I don't say it's a mistake. I'm going to say it's not a mistake. And Loki even says, I've not seen this guy yet, but I've, are, okay. I've heard he's amazing. Okay. He and also they probably has- have a bunch of fighters. It probably just isn't Hulk. Correct. Even uh, Korg talks about like, oh, I'm I'm a warm-up fighter or I'm this fighter. I'm sure they have different cards and their, their main event is the Hulk, obviously. So then Hulk has his face on the outside of grandmaster's tower 
Did you guys catch those other faces? Because I didn't write it down because you guys are the comic book geeks. Yes. I want to throw it to Clinton. Did you catch any of these? Did you write yeah, you don't know the face that's on. I know a couple. I, I honestly, well, one of them is Hulk. Yes, one of them is yeah, Hulk. But there's, Hulk, and then Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray yeah, Bill is that's another one. one. Yes. I don't know who the other guy is. I, that's what I was I looking think, to. I, I don't know who that third is. I can look it up real quick. You can look it up. I was going to say, one of them is, I think Aries is a name that I read today. And then one of them has a name that's like by something, which but, makes him <laughs> one of our by characters. No, it doesn't. Nothing against that, but it just doesn't. Just because your name has by and it does not make your by. I'm just, it's just an FYI for you. Okay, Byron. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, this scene while clinton's looking that up uh between like he's a friend from work and he goes loki look it's it's hulk you know and like loki's face and he's like i gotta get out of here i gotta like, get out of here so embarrassed like your parents just like yelled like i love you snookabums yeah. like across the mall yeah snookum okay all of your I, friends i've got it who, who are and they? i didn't catch this many faces but yeah there was like five or six right Alongside Hulk, there are sculptures of Man Thing, oh, Beta that Ray was, Bill, yes. Eris, Bi Beast, and the Dark Crawler. They were, all, they were all previous champions of the contest. That is sick, man. That is sick. I love that. I hope- I'm not familiar with um, Bi Beast or Dark Crawler. I've never heard of those two. Never. Um, that is one. I'm not either, but I'm pretty sure Bi Beast is. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he likes multiple beasts uh but no, <laughs> <laughs> but like i really think um you know with the humor and everything and like thor going through that scene is similar to loki in avengers where he gets ragdolled and thrown around and he goes that's well, yeah, how it feels oh that was also really memorable love that part quite a bit and but then yeah. they fight and like you can tell and then thor's like sun's getting real low and he tries to like calm they down. make fun of themselves that's for another, this that's another because scene. we talk thor about the thor the dark shut up the whole time when he turns back to banner sun's going down it's sun's like he's massaging down. his shoulders and he's tapping mm-hmm. him he's like the sun's getting real low the sun's getting real i'm like shut up and even you banner goes will like, you please stop up. saying that like yes. banner loses it and uh, what i love about it is they're they're fighting and everything and he's like sun's getting real low and the way he smiles at him it's so funny like hemsworth uh, he's a he's a genius i love his when hemsworth is in comedy mode he is brilliant i will say that i mean and pretty uh he is a brilliant brilliant man and according to clinton a pretty man too so we're pretty and brilliant that's what we will call him but he's he's brilliant if you will <laughs> you, he took it from you, Amy. I'm sorry. I'm going to give that one to Clinton. But no, it, but what I loved about this, though, after that scene of Sun's getting real low, we got to see the fight between Thor and Hulk. And oh, Thor, man, he came out on the stronger end of it. it. He looked powerful. He looked amazing. Him grabbing that hammer from Hulk and just handling him. And bes- before getting taken out by the, you know, the Grandmaster, it was it was it was absolutely wonderful. I, I really appreciated this, it. I this because as a mixed martial arts fan, as a boxing fan, as a, as a combat fighting fan, to see your favorite your favorite Marvel 
characters fight in a gladiator style. This was a dream of mine. I I enjoyed this. It'd been better if it was in mud. <laughs> Maybe not. Or or pudding. We're done. <laughs> it was so good, guys. It I, was awesome. It was a great fight. It. it was a great fight. And the way he it channeled, was. he found out he channeled that lightning and that thunder in this moment. I thought thunder. it was powerful. Thunder. Feel the thunder. Damn it! Lightning and the thunder. They, um, I, I told. No, 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 stop. <laughs> I need you guys to know that I wrote down for the end of this. It's in red and I highlighted it. I said, I made a goal to make it through this whole podcast without you guys saying, singing Imagine Dragons. Oh! And I thought it, we were going to make it. You failed in me. I'm so well, sorry. Well, at the end, when they fight That's on the bi- Y'all failed. When the, on the Bifrost, and they do the, the immigrant song again, I was dun, like, dun, dun, they should have done that, dun, dun, that song dun, 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 because dun. it still would work. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. Oh, it would have been so good. It would have been so good. If they don't do it in Love and Thunder, feel the thunder. It's called Love and Thunder. It better be thunder. If that's not the opening, I'm going to be high. I've got to say, when he's on Sakaar, let's talk about some of the pet peeves of the movie. Though this is a good movie. This is one of my absolute favorites, so this is going to be hard for me to find some. There is a couple of things that annoy me in this movie. I'm interested to hear them, sir. The device that they use on Thor's neck that Thank shocks him, you. and he is the god of fucking thunder. No, why does that work on him? I completely agree, completely wholeheartedly agree. That is one of my gripes. I don't understand enough about it to know that it okay. shocks him. Okay, I don't think he's it's just god of thunder. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it just shocks him, honestly, because I see. He, so maybe it's some I see kind something. of weird alien tech. Like that that I could understand at least. I don't like it. I don't love it. And they have found another way to use something to control him instead of that. Because yeah. they make the shock sound and he like violently shakes when he's getting like he's hit getting, with it. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But they do have the thing that looks like almost poison in his veins when it's happening. That is true. That is true. So maybe it's like a, it's maybe it's a catch all. Like I, it's going to get you if you're the God of thunder. And if you're also a rat, <laughs> well, that's honestly what I was going to say. Like the way his veins look and Loki's veins when they were both getting shocked, Loki, when he got shocked, my God, what an acting performance. I really thought that dude was going through some stuff. Uh, like you see something internally going on with him. It doesn't feel like it's just like this, like this quick little prick or this shock. It felt, I don't know. It felt something different to me. So I don't know. And if I know the tech, maybe I can make that assumption. I just don't know. So really I'm, I, I didn't, it wasn't a pet peeve for me. Okay. What about when the dog and Hulk are fighting in the water and they're just on top of the water? Oh, I didn't even catch that, to be honest. That bothers me. Why aren't they sinking into the water? Okay. I can see that for Hulk because Hulk is all muscle and muscle sinks hard because I used to be a lifeguard. That dog's fucking huge. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not excusing it, but I'm, I'm using the physics that I know. And helping your case, I'm trying to, but you won't let me. The dogs remember a man have said that. I used I used to be a lifeguard, and there was somebody that was also a lifeguard, and so we had to do these like saves on them. But he had zero body fat 
whatsoever. And so he would sink to the bottom of 45 feet and just like, not that our pool was that big, but like, had we given him that many feet to sink to, he would have just been gone. He would have been gone. Yeah. Sorry. There's no saving you. I have that. I've had that pet peeve since I watched the movie, but this time I watched it. And when he drags, um, Hulk under the water, you can see the bottom of the, like, you can see underneath the water to the floor of the whatever they're in. It does, so maybe it, it was just shallow I water. I was going to say, yeah, it looks it looks like it's shallow enough that the dog can definitely stand up and that Hulk is grabbing onto the dog enough that he's going to stay wherever he's holding on to, even though. I will say when it comes to water, I'm probably not the best person to ask because to this day, and I understand science and I understand that it can be explained, but my brain cannot understand how a gigantic ship can float on water. Period. I don't get it. Hmm. That's really Mark. I've never thought about that in my entire life, Clinton, but my brain. There is, there is, I get the bottom is, hollow or whatever however they do it and i just am like this this thing weighs tons and tons and tons and there's hundreds of people on it and it is floating in water i don't get it okay dude you just blew my mind stop it (laughs) i mean i know it happens and it's real (laughs) and it's working but how okay cavemen excuse me cavemen oh no um, how don't you belittle me I'm not. You just did. Just saying. How do airplanes work? I mean, same. Like (laughs) he's like agreed. How do they they work? They're made out of. They're very. (laughs) You're falling apart here, Clinton. No, I'm not falling apart. I'm trying to figure out how to word it. They are hollow all the way through. They're made of very thin materials, and they have jets propulsing. What's the word? Propelling? No, not propelling. Like the the jet engines are pushing that forward. Propulsing is a perfectly wonderful word. We've just lost every one of our listeners. Anyway, (laughs) it can make more sense to me than this huge ass thing with hundreds of people on it floating in water. Okay, I I see that. And I just want to say that I will never, ever jump on a plane because I'm pretty sure if I jump on a plane, it will fall out of the sky. It's not true. I know. I, I know. I used I to know. be a flight attendant. There's, it won't happen. I promise. I know. But I, that's that's where no, I'm, and I like. Listen, I'm against I'm, me I'm too on this. I'm trying to meet you. I'm trying. No, to meet I'm not you. trying to. I'm not trying to justify my case of my ignorance. I just can't. My brain. You could come to me with all the science of how it works, and you're right because it works. It obviously, However, it obviously, my brain is like, how does something that damn big and that heavy float on water? You know what? It doesn't anymore because 2020. All right, guys, we're going to move on from there. <laughs> That's a wonderful segue. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, any other pet peeves you got Emmy, for the movie? Yes. Yes, I do have one pet peeve aside from the fact that it wasn't entirely all Led Zeppelin music throughout the entire movie. It Not sounded that. like Stranger Things when it wasn't said. Like, I agree. Led I have Zeppelin. that in my notes. I have that in yeah. my Which notes. Which I'm totally okay with. I am too. The 80s, the 80s vibe in this movie is love on it. point. I love loved it. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. Okay. 
So my gripe, and I feel like I've kind of talked myself out of this gripe, is that Thor is really, in my opinion, the god of lightning. They're one in the same. Thunder is just the sound of lightning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't do that, Amy. Come on now. But you can't be the god of thunder because thunder has to happen with lightning. And now that he doesn't have the the hammer, you have to he has to create all this lightning stuff. And did you hear thunder during this entire movie? Yes, multiple times. My stomach was growling. I was going to say bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, I think probably. <laughs> I was hungry. No, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, to me, they go hand in hand. I know they're not the same thing. Don't get me wrong, but I, they go hand in hand. And like the, okay. and I did hear thunder. It was the Norway scene. I believe like the clouds start. Yeah, rumbling yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is thunder. Mad. Thank you. Thank you. But was that him or was yes, it? Yes, because oh. you even see him clinching his fist as yeah, the clouds yeah, yeah, yeah. come in. Okay. It, it yes, is Thor. Yes. That's 100% Thor. But this, the- isn't, this isn't a chicken and an egg. This isn't a what came first. We know what came first. Thunder. Lightning has to happen in order for thunder to happen because lightning. Maybe it's the hurt. lightning that causes the thunder, which makes him the god of thunder. There you go. Cheers. I agree. That doesn't this- make sense. Clinton. He's the god of thunder. Lightning has to happen before the thunder. I know, that's what... Th- well, then, obviously... I'm it, just saying that scientifically it's not accurate. I'm not... Okay. What? That thunder and lightning aren't one and the same? They are, they are... Okay, you have to have lightning in order for thunder to happen. Correct. Thunder is the sound of light traveling so quickly through air that it causes thunder. Feel the thunder. We call you Emmy, but you're really crickets. So it's the same thing. No, that was my only gripe. I'm done. Well, I don't. This one isn't particularly a gripe for me, but and I enjoyed it in the movie. But Hulk can just talk now. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. It's not necessarily a gripe. Hold on. Yes. Let me finish my thought. You hadn't started a thought. You guys (laughs) always talk, so I can't ever start one. Puny. (laughs) Wow, Brandon. Hold on. Puny God. He talked in Avengers. He didn't have conversations. Hulk smash. But you said talk. You didn't say conversations. There's a difference. He's talking. Uh, He's everyone ta- listening knows what I was talking <laughs> about. <laughs> All right. No. Amy, did you know what I meant? Sorry. We just we just lost uh, footage for a second. That's what all that. <laughs> was. We, just, we just lost our. Can you do that uh, impression our, one our more time? tower went down. Can you do that impression <laughs> one more time? <laughs> You're like. <laughs> I, I did not do that. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Underworld? Yes. No. Where the Kate Beckinsale? Her, yeah, Kate Beckinsale. That's but the only the, thing um, I remember from it. <laughs> oh, you don't remember it? The main bad guy, the old man, he's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. Yeah, I do. And I saw I saw a TikTok that <laughs> it said I'm gonna start shutting down people that I don't want to hear what they have to say by doing that because that's what he does to her and just they're going to be in the middle of talking i'm just going to go (laughs) (laughs) and i did that to emmy just now i think (laughs) that's what that's what it reminded me of that's hilarious i'm sorry we did i'm sorry no we were talking about something that i need to go back to after this 
Uh, what do you have to go after this? Let's just go into it. <laughs> we? Well, no, no, we no, didn't we cover. Were, we didn't yeah. cover that he can. Uh, he can talk. We know he can talk. Yes. Okay. Wait. But real quick. Before. But I, sorry. Talking about people making noises and trying to say. Okay. We did a writing prompt today with one of my ELA classes, which is English language arts. And so we did a writing prompt that one of the kids chose. And it was, do you like to sleep and why? And so we tried to expand that to what was the last weird dream you had. But most of my kids wrote about like, yeah, I like to sleep. It's nice. Um, but one of my kids was like, I like to sleep so that I can stay away from the drama. And so he shared that with the class. And I was like, that's ah, sad. I know. It's kind of beautiful, actually. <laughs> I, I was like, I would like to think that uh, this student, um, you know, somebody's like, I'm coming up here with my drama. And he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do every time. You guys are dramas. <laughs> no, not drama. No, I'm just joking. But Thor, uh, or excuse me, Thor, Hulk, I always thought he could talk. I just thought also he's been in Hulk's body for two years. You know, this has been uncharted territory. It's not just this quick, sudden sporadic moment. I think maybe Hulk got a little bit more control, got a little bit more in the driver's seat. Um, therefore he can conversate a little bit more. Therefore he can kind of, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I talk. Um, hey girl, let's, let's train. Like, I just like every little thing. And like, and he's still not that angry girl. He yeah, angry, girl. angry girl. That's it. Angry girl. He's like, hey, angry girl. And I love the way, like, also where she's like, I feel like I know you. I feel like I know you too. Like, just the way. Why did, and that's another thing. Why didn't they tell her who he was? That's a good question. They, they who? Thor and oh, Loki. Thor, Thor oh, and Thor. Banner didn't yeah. tell Valkyrie. Right. Because she asks and no one says anything. Like, were why wouldn't sure? they tell her? Well, they were looking were for. They- they were looking for the champion, so maybe they wanted to keep that under wraps. Were they sure that she was completely on her on on that their side? She saved them she, and bailed them out, right? Okay, but, but also there was probably a huge bounty, right? And she and obviously she is, is very money money motivated. One hundred percent agreed. I thought it was more so, of a let's just be safe and not do this yet. That's how I took yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, that made sense to me. But yeah, did you guys? Sorry, Hulk talking. I'm sorry. I just want to go back to it. It made sense. I'm not to- mad about it. No, I enjoyed that he talked. I love that he I talked. Did too. It wasn't far fetched for me. It was almost shocking to see how much he was talking, but it wasn't like a oh Hulk. But talk. it was still kind of caveman talk. It was very much. His so. responses weren't fluid sentences. Correct. It was just cr- quick. But it was so much more fluid. Yes. Than- like if, if a student that I had made that much progress in a year, I'd be like genius well, what is, about two years i was gonna say two years that's exactly what i was just about to say uh, okay so this right, has been right, two right. years i'm Did just trying guys... to bring up the things that people probably noticed that weren't just mm-hmm. oh, like you right. can't just breeze over right because we've not heard him have conversation with people but you i liked what? it I, and I then also... they get in this big fight and then they're in a room together right and just chilling and we see naked hulk anyway I would have liked to talk about Naked Hulk too, but I also had a point to make. That's okay. You guys just skipped right over it. I didn't sorry, say anything. Sorry. <laughs> no, Naked Hulk. Go get him, uh, Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not even mad about it because I kind of like having a new nickname. <laughs> hey, all right, Cricket. What you got? <laughs> okay. First of all, Naked Hulk, that butt though. And I think that the CGI team definitely made that butt bounce. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep going. 
Because I did have to go back and watch that scene today. Let's um, keep going. Because, because right before that scene was uh, shirtless Chris uh, Hemsworth, Hemsworth scene. Yes. Which he hates, by oh, the way. I'm sorry. I loved it. <laughs> he is not a fan. And you even objectified a CGI character, Emmy. I did. I did. That but bounce. That but bounce. But what do you... You never have and you know... We can say this right now because Brandon stepped away for a minute. Um, you ever have those poops that are green? You know what I mean? You oh, never had green poop? Only when I eat one of those like weird, like weird colored icings. Yeah. Or like, drink like purple Powerade. Okay. Yeah. How well, does Hulk, how does Hulk know when he's got the poop off of him? If it's green poop. Stop. This is going off the rails. This is terrible. Anyway. No, I'm not done. I'm not, I'm not done. telling you, but we're talking about... Anyway, I'm not saying cutting you off, Amy. I'm trying to cut off that part. Anyway. What's Why? Are you uncomfortable? Uh, Amy, what do you got? You don't want to talk about Hulk's poops? No. No. Not at all. I bet they're huge. Okay. I, in my head, I put this together as Hulk has been gone for two years. Who's to say that he didn't crash the Quinjet somewhere first? Work on making himself more like Endgame Hulk version. Oh. No, he definitely didn't do that because of Infinity War. So never mind. My whole thought process just fell apart. Yeah, and it was weird. They were like, they talked about him landing somewhere like in Fiji or something. I can't remember exactly where he landed, but they said that. He's like, he probably landed in Fiji somewhere. Well, it ended up being Sakaar. That's a pretty big yeah. difference for uh, the Quinjet. So I'm curious kind of what led, but it could have just also been like, a, let's put him on, you know, Sakaar. They not track the Quinjet? Yeah, they do. There is a tracker. They, there's, there's the whole video of, of Nat saying you're in stealth mode right now. If I, I, I can't help you True. if you're not. Good. Yeah. Good catch, Emmy. Good catch. Um, okay. So did you guys realize that this is the first time that Mark Ruffalo is the voice of Hulk? Oh, is he? I thought he was a little bit in the first no, Avengers. It, it he was, was when he said puny God. It was, was him and Lou Ferrigno. I thought they worked together. It was Lou Ferrigno. Oh, I thought it was both of them kind of combined. Lou Ferrigno has been the voice of Hulk until this point, until this movie. Wow. And there's a part where Mark Ruffalo is obviously Bruce Banner and he goes, uh, you know, I've been Hulk for two years. I apologize for if I'm freaking out a little bit and he gets like really deep and it's like really cool. Like how, and he almost, I don't know if I just imagined it, but I thought his neck was turning a little green when he was talking. I, I, I just a nice touch, man. Mark Ruffalo mm-hmm. was brilliant in this movie. Which, and I would also say that it's a nice touch that they put him in Tony's clothes, which are tight in certain areas, which I also feel like cause a little bit of stress. Sure does. Men. Sure does. <laughs> I, yeah, I will not argue that. But it was it was nice to see another science bro in that Tony look. It was almost like we got Tony in this movie without getting Tony in this movie. I, I, I really like that. You were going to go... One of you was going to say something about like they just had this huge fight. Why did they put them in the same room? I had that the was, same. Note. That was me. Okay, I'm very curious as to your reasoning why because I could not come up with one. 
Do you think Hulk may have requested it saying, Hey, I know this guy. You think Hulk was like, Oh, that's, that's Thor, blah, blah, blah. I know he's not that eloquent, but it just, you know, like <laughs> maybe, you know what he I mean? Goes, he goes from Hulk smash to I've got a British accent. Hel- when he, yeah. When he leaves the, the contest, of I would like he puts some- on his tux and he's like, <laughs> take me to my quarters. I would like some gray poupon, please. <laughs> But no, I I, I don't know, to be honest with you, but I almost think it was like, you know, yeah, it's very, very odd, quick choice of, you know, because like to me, and you think Thor is almost dead, like the way he lifted up and he goes another day, another Doug. That's the last we hear. And then all of a sudden Thor wakes up next to naked Hulk. Like how? Yeah, but he's a god. I know that, but it's just why exactly to Emmy's point, that's kind of the one pet peeve I have of this movie is you went Uh, from fighting each other to a what I assume is the death to where now you guys are sharing the same room, but they kind of show why um, when they're in the, in the arena and it's almost like Thor's getting through to him for a second at the very beginning, but then it shows Hulk look around at his fans Mm -hmm. and he's got that audience and his reputation. Like he wants to seem like a strong badass still. That's a very good point. I think this is how my brain justifies them being in the same room is that the the grandmaster put them both there mm-hmm. because they're both champions because Thor was winning and he had to cheat him so he puts them both in that same and maybe he just has one room that's lavish like that and so he puts both the champions in there together. Kind of like all the losers are together with Korg and Meek. Yeah. That's a really good point. That's a that's a good catch Clinton. So then how would you, oh, I know. how would you, I, know. I mean, that is a good point. I do agree. But how would you keep the champions from killing each other? Well, they didn't. They knew each other. Yeah. They were friends from Okay. Work. Well, but before that Hulk obviously had to beat somebody. Well, you have a bunch. I'm the champion. Boom. <laughs> play the, play the crickets. So we don't have to answer it. Oh my God. <laughs> no, that's not crickets worthy. That's a great point. Emmy. Um, I don't know. Like I said, there's, there's a little bit of logic gap here that, uh, I, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. Ma- they don't explain it. They don't, but they really didn't need to. But when you kind of look at the movie, the way we do and kind of dissect every little thing, it's kind of like, wait, what, <laughs> you know? Cause while I was watching this movie, both then and now I didn't think anything of it, but now that we're talking about, it, it's like, Oh, that's a good point. So I don't know, Amy, but good question. Really? I mean, I like it. I think I had that question the first time I watched it too, but yeah. maybe that's just because I'm smarter than you. Oh, <laughs> A lot of crickets. How do y'all think the CG was in this movie? Wonderful. Fantastic. I we talked about the Hulk being the best he's ever looked in, I think, the Avengers, right? That's my favorite Hulk is the Avengers, the very first Avengers. Yeah. How did we feel about this one though? I I, did this one top it? I'm going to be honest with you. There's things I love when it comes to CG, when it comes to the dog. Uh, Surter, uh, you know, just a lot of different varying aspects of this movie. The CG is out of this world. Hulk, although literally, he, <laughs> Hulk, although he looks amazing, I still go back to that very first Avengers where I can't get over it. And I think it was, it's like seeing Groot for the first time in Guardians. There's times where I don't even know if it's better, but my memory tells me this is the first time I ever saw the Hulk and not. The Incredible Hulk from, uh, you know, uh, Edward Norton, but Hulk with Mark Ruffalo playing him and him 
like just him on the helicarrier and fighting Thor and, you know, fighting the, the Chitari. I don't know if it's just me. I might be going crazy, but I think the it, Avengers Hulk is the best looking Hulk I've ever seen. It's, it's kind of the same way my brain does. Yeah. Um, the, to the point you just made, the first Avengers was not the best Avengers. No. Of all of them. However, it will always be my top because it's the, because it's the first time we've seen them together on the big screen. Yes, sir. Brother. I yes, sir. 100% agree. And I, I've been keeping like a running, like I've been listing my movies out and like every time that we review a movie, I put it into that list and I have you, been looking. You can't, you can't yeah, do it any exactly. other way. It's exactly. And, and Marvel's the Avengers is like, it's it's like and i i think i use the the litmus test of would i want to watch this again right now or would i rather watch this movie that i'm trying to like figure out if it's above and marvel's the avengers I it, mean, that's a superhero movie and i don't mean that in a bad way holding it, steady that's just a damn good time that's yes. that's what marvel's the avengers is and it was like a party i remember seeing that in theaters and it was like a slow crescendo but man when they get to that third act it is out of this world and we're all losing our mm -hmm. minds so i'll say this though incredible hulk or the hulk i guess mark ruffalo's hulk or any hulk we've seen in the mcu the avengers still is the best looking hulk i've seen uh, marvel's the avengers that's my favorite hulk i do think the gladiator hulk that we see in this movie and also how he you know when he fights surger and he's like big monster that's the most adorable <laughs> part in for once in your life hulk don't, don't smash. smash i love that so much it was, it was like cute it was adorable it was the most adorable hulk moment in the entire yeah. world but even beyond all that and the, the avenger marvel's the avengers hulk still it for me still it for me and the moment when he he's like, you don't know who I am, but I'm about to show you and just throws himself out of the spaceship. And I, that, I need to tell you guys something. Clinton called back to this in the Incredible Hulk, I believe. But yes, keep going. Oh, okay. I think it's hysterical when you throw something on the ground and it doesn't bounce. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I get that. Just the splat. Yeah. If if you it, yeah. If it doesn't bounce and and he did not bounce. He didn't. He just hit and then. <laughs> and I I held with laughter. Like awesome. I could this, not stop myself. This is them making fun of themselves because of the first Hulk. That's what I was just about to say. Because yes. you talked about this in the Incredible Hulk review, Clint. Yeah. Just an yeah. FYI. I remember you bringing this and up. And here we are now. Here We've we, grown so much. We have. We have. But that I remember so you bringing much. that up. I remember you bringing that up. But I was even watching this the first time. I remember thinking, okay, here we go. Because they caught me off guard because I was like, he's going to jump out. He's going to land his hole. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then same. he didn't. And it made it even funnier. It was yes. wonderful. It was wonderful. It, like yeah. Marvel still making fun of themselves. Here we, we've seen an incredible Hulk uh, callback where they made fun of themselves. Thor the Dark World where they made fun, them, fun of themselves. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Ultron. They, yeah. they, they really just, that's what's getting so good is this rich history where they're still not afraid of like, hey, look what we did here. <laughs> you know, like, but he does turn into Hulk, into the Hulk he, and the dog is running towards the people. Yeah. And you can clearly see the background and you cannot see him change. And the dog ran a lot further than where Hulk would be by the time he grabbed it by the tail. 
That's just me picking. Nick no. Yeah. I okay. Yeah. I I I agree. But to to devil's advocate that point, there was a point in the ship when he was changing from Hulk to Banner, where he was like, I mean, it was like going in and out from like it was a struggle to get him back to Banner. And I really enjoyed that scene where he was trying to make himself Banner again, but it was like he was going green to to little big. Yeah, he was throbbing. Yes, he was. All right, so we are going to uh, move to. We've covered almost everything with this entire movie. Uh, I mean, this is this has been a really in depth review. So I'm getting both the head tilts from Emmy and Clinton that we have 500 things more to review. Uh, of course. Well, okay, I'm going to throw it to both of you. Let's get like our fast three or five. What's the things we haven't covered yet that we want to take care of before we wrap this episode up? Clint, you go first, because I feel like one of yours at least has to be on my list. Well, the thing I was thinking about was that final battle on the bridge. Mm, Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's a big, awesome, amazing, fantastical scene. And when she goes, what are you the god of again? And the Mm -hmm. the lightning comes and he finds himself again. Surtur comes back and wears the crown and destroys everything. And it's, to me, one of the best final scenes. When he slow-mo lands on the bridge in lightning lightning and... The immigrant ah! song plays again. Yes. We hadn't heard it the whole movie aside from the beginning. That's, and it hits yes, just yes, as yes, hard as yes, the first yes. one. It hits just as hard as the first one. Like I'm losing my mind. I feel like I'm in a rock concert. And it's like, I remember being in the theater and that like the rumble of that song almost like took over the theater. It's like, and like, oh my gosh, we all lost our minds. And that's the Thor. That's the badass we wanted to see. And it just, it was wonderful. I thought that whole. Oh, wait. What? I just remembered who we have not talked about this whole movie. Oh. Oh, wait. Before Heimdall. you go there. Huh? Oh. What? <laughs> I didn't Heimdall. Hear oh, Heimdall. Yes. That's a very good point. Uh, Idris Alba's Heimdall, which is kind of just like the this. this He's really- like a foreigner now. He's like on the run and. And it's interesting because we've only seen him in that the gold costume and like the the guardian and uh, of the Asgard and letting people in and out. And I did miss that, I, but I did too. I get it. Yeah, but he he was still that watchful guardian in a different way, and I appreciated kind of his his arc was much different. It was the reason Thor knew how what was going on there because he let mm-hmm. him see it and we haven't talked about stan lee what oh man we are just totally screwing up the whole reason that thor no. has short hair now is from stan lee correct i i rewatch- so are we done talking about heimdall now <laughs> what's heimdall sorry emmy what's your thoughts on heimdall i love him <laughs> <laughs> what's your thoughts I on stan- him. and i loved him in this movie because um, in a different movie, they use the this, this staff of Odin mm-hmm. to open the Bifrost, which I think that Heimdall knows you can't do, or you, you can do, but that Hela didn't know that you could do that. Because in the last battle scene, when she um, misplaces Thor's eye into her hand, um, Thor is using Odin's staff as a weapon, but he also takes the sword because she thinks the only way to open the Bifrost is with the sword. 
That's a deep cut. That's a good. Aren't even no. listening. I anymore. am. That's out. Whoa, whoa, Emmy. <laughs> We're taking it in. <laughs> We're taking it in. Drink it in, Emmy. Um, that is a really good point. I don't think that Hella knew that Odin's staff would open the Bifrost. Otherwise, she would have used it. I agree. I agree. And that's, I. you're blowing my mind. That's why I'm kind of just like sitting here like, oh, good point. I do that on a daily basis. And then old Scooge gets a change of heart. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes! He does. He goes through a, a, an arc, which I really appreciate. Um and he begins taking those assault rifles and taking care of those. And he even calls out Hella herself on that bridge. And mm-hmm. we never really see that fully fulfilled. Well, actually, no, she stabs him. She throws the knives at him and he gets and he dies. Correct. Like we don't see scourge anymore after that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's definitely dead. My apologies. Yeah. yeah and that that really hit hard. Um, but I do got to touch base. Did it, yeah. Did it really, though? Mm, like, it would for me. Would he have killed that blonde girl on Asgard? If I think so. And that's what kind of made me not take it as much to heart. I guess I saw him trying to be a better person, but I still think at that point he might have still done it, which is sad to say. I I did. I appreciated the heroics in the end and that he like died a hero's death or or, uh, to take Sif's words, uh, a warrior's death. Yes. I think in the end. Yes. But also I think that he kind of had to, to, uh, uh, make sure that he made amends for the things that he did or was about to do. Right. But we, we do have to talk about Stanley real quick where obviously it's so funny. Cause when I was watching this movie, uh, my fiance had just uh, finished uh, making dinner and we were heading to have dinner together and I walked away and we, we ate at the, the kitchen table and I came back to the room and the movie was still playing and I missed the haircut part. And it was jarring to see Thor with long hair. And then immediately he's in the gladiator in the contest of champions with short hair. So it was, I was like, wait, what, what's going on? He looks so different. It was weird. And I rewinded it and saw that that beautiful Stan Lee moment. This one is probably one of his biggest uh, uh, speaking moments in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And it was cool to go. It's just cool to see Stan Lee again. And he goes, please, sir, don't cut my hair. No, no, no. And like uh, Stan Lee just being his awesome, normal self in as far as Stan Lee cameos, I would say this is probably top three for me. I thought it was really, really good. Um, So uh, I got to throw it to you, Clinton, as I always do first. Uh, Stanley cameo. What did you think? I liked this one a lot because he got to talk more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy that, and it was a big. I mean, that's how we've seen Thor since. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, no, that no, no, that's not true. No, no, true. It's not actually. No, in in game, he's very different. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot wait. Spend to talk some about that. time. I cannot wait to talk about in game. But though. I mean, we we got used to short haired Thor and it was Stan Lee's cameo that did that to him, which is, so it's yeah. A brilliant way to kind of get him within the lore of, you know, like, yes. I, he, I don't know. I thought it was really, really good. So well done. Well done. Marvel. Emmy, what was your thoughts on this cameo? I, this is one of my favorites, honestly. Like mm-hmm. I just, I love that. He's like by the beard of Odin, you will not cut my hair. And then, like, he sees that, like, whirly, cutty thing, and he's like, please, kind sir, don't cut my hair. And it's so, it's so wonderful, like, 
where he tries to use power and then manners <laughs> to try and like keep himself from being de- decapitated just, i would assume in stanley's line where he's like don't you move my hands are yeah. not as steady as they used to be <laughs> it's it's really wonderful uh, and then they reference him later when um hulk turns back into banner and he's like oh you got a haircut and says they say he says something like oh yeah some old man cut my hair and i it's like oh he's so much more than that but like i like that they called back to him i agree no, I, I completely agree with you. So really, really good stuff. Emmy, any scenes you want to cover before we head on out of here and hit the post credit scenes? I have one scene, and I would like to... Oh, nope. I have a scene, a fun fact, and... Nope, two fun facts. Okay. Are we not going to talk about the devil's anus? What about the devil's anus? I actually enjoyed it very much. Do you, is there some science facts behind the devil's anus? You know what? There are. First I of figured all, there would be. Banner says that it's like a collapsing neutron neutron star inside of an Einstein Rosen bridge, no. <laughs> um, which a collapsing neutron star um, collapses to the f- point where it's a black hole. <laughs> mm hmm. And an Einstein Rosen bridge is a wormhole. Yes. So he's basically saying that it's a black hole inside of a wormhole. Yes. Which I will su- suffice it to say that my brain can't wrap my hand around that. I don't think that physics can ra- wrap its brain around that. But um, would you like to know why it's called the devil's anus? <sighs> yes, Amy. Why is it called the devil's anus? Because it's dangerous and a lot of crap comes out of it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I thought you were reaching over to like edit me out and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of a funny joke. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So that wasn't your fun fact. That was something you wanted to bring up. I thought that was. No. What's your two fun facts? Anything else in me? (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Yes. Um, okay, so fun fact. Uh, Taika Waititi wanted John C. Riley from Guardians of the Galaxy to be a uh, cameo in this movie, mm-hmm. which I think would have made it wonderful. John C. I would have been so excited about that. Yes, I completely agree. Um, there were also... I had questions that like I didn't actually get to because the conversation moved too quickly. <laughs> So, for people who were listening earlier, I need to ask these questions. Um, so, the elders are the last of their race. According to what I read today, they're immortal. And apparently, the collector and the grandmaster are elders. They're immortal because they're the last of their race. I think so. Yes. I'm pretty sure they are. Yes. If they're brothers, how are they the last of their race? Maybe they're the last two of their race. Maybe, are you? <laughs> I guess I see what you're saying. The last of their race, the last one. I don't. I I've never thought about that. Maybe they're adopted. <laughs> did Did the collector make it through Infinity War? No, not in my opinion. I think he dies. Oh, so okay. So the collector would be right. What the last of the race? 
No, not collector. The grandmaster. Uh, that's what I was going to say. That doesn't make sense. But yeah, the grandmaster. I would say, well, does the grandmaster make it out of Thor Ragnarok? You know, the revolution. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's like, you need someone to overthrow. So yay! And he's kind of standing there with a bunch of people. Yeah. We really don't he know what. Him- he gave him 50-50. Mm, I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, Collector could have been the last one. It could have been the Grandmaster. Good question, though. Yeah. You know what? I would like to see that answered in a Marvel movie eventually. That, that I would like to see one of them return. Uh, preferably, yeah. no offense, Jeff Goldblum. I want him back. He is wonderful. Yeah. Not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. He's I would great. agree. Unless if they recast the Collector as... Um, Will Ferrell. Yes. Which I think that should have been. That should have been that. <laughs> All right. Yep. Anything else? Um. Why is Hela so indestructible? However, Thor and Loki are very easily harmed. Well, not very easily, obviously, uh, from a human standpoint. But like, she she is. Like, you can't hurt her because she <laughs> knives out of her well, head. Can you, how, how's it, how do you kill a god of death? Or a goddess of death. Goddess of death. Yeah, but if we're being non-binary. All right, let's we're keep n- moving. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh... <laughs> Do you, do you have any thoughts on the devil's anus? <laughs> there were a lot of memes that came out of this movie. First of all, behold my stuff became a huge meme. I don't know if you guys have seen some of these, but they are wonderful. For example, there's a picture of Scourge saying, behold my stuff, but beneath his face is a, is Disney <laughs> and it's, all of the things that Disney has acquired. That's pretty magical, actually. Yes. <laughs> or like, behold, my stuff. And it's like the British Empire. And it's all of the things that were other people's land that the British Empire decided were <laughs> was theirs. <laughs> okay. Another meme that came out of here was, I've never met this man before in my life, which is what Loki says. When, when discussing Thor about Grandmaster. Yes. Or to yes. Grandmaster. Yes. Yes. So like um, one of the memes that came out of this was like um, my finger is wet and my iPhone. I've never met this man before in my life. Fantastic memes. Um, <laughs> what? <It's> like <laughs> when your finger, when your finger's wet, you try to it. use the finger. <laughs> Emmy, anything else we need to talk about on this podcast before we wrap up? <laughs> We're done. Emmy, for let's talk about our post credits. <laughs> I think you broke Clinton. He, <laughs> he's gone. He's muted his mic. He's gotta he's gotta take a break. Anyway, there's uh we see Asgard explode at the very end of the movie, and then we go to a credit scene and we see the mid credit scene, and it's between Loki and Thor, and they're having this moment, and it says, I wouldn't worry, brother. I feel everything is gonna work out fine. And then we see the sanctuary show up from Thanos. I think it's the Sanctuary 2, I believe, that shows up from Thanos' ship, which obviously has a direct impact for Infinity War. Yeah, shit ain't going fine. This is this is huge. It is the ship. It is huge. It's insane. (laughs) Did y'all know 
2017, when you watch this movie, did y'all know? 100%. Yes. Because yes. it looked like the one from the comics or? It looked like the one, uh, yeah. From everything I read, that was the sanctuary. Everything I saw, comic book related, that was the sanctuary. I was like, oh, no. I, know, I just know that there's not going to be anybody going to have a bigger ship than Thanos. Yeah. That's true. And the okay. way it just kind of dwarfed that immigrant ship. You know, I'm going to call it the immigrant ship. It was it, <laughs> it was insane. And I especially like when Loki's like, everything's going to work out fine. And it, it now seeing that scene, I don't think I've watched Thor Ragnarok since I've seen Infinity War and Endgame. I honestly haven't. And seeing that scene, it just like that 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 daunting feeling of that. Yeah, he shit. ate his words real quick. It mm-hmm. was it was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. So. Which I don't think I realized that it was that until I watched it this time. Right. So that that was huge. And then we see the the credits roll. I only have one credits, um, and I, honestly, I wasn't trying to write any down, but I wrote one down because it was just too good not to. I don't even know what they were in the movie, so forgive me. But, Emmy, how many did you write down for a credits? Five. Okay, I've got one. I'm going to get my over, oh, mine over with so I can throw it to you. But this guy, I don't know what he is, but his name is Edward Schultz Batman. Batman with two N's. <laughs> I, I thought that was insane. I was like, that's not even- What a name. Batman with two N's. B-A-T-M-A-N-N. So, uh, Edward Schultz, Batman, uh, you're the man, dude. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> so, all right. What's your five credit scenes, uh, Emmy? Who you got? All right. So, last week, we were chasing flowers. Um, casting Atlanta this year. Or this, this year. This week, we are... Ch- Chase Paris. Oh, Chase Paris. Oh. It's not that lavish if you go there. <laughs> don't chase Paris. That's my do, point. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, I love how you explained it literally afterwards. You're like, just don't chase Paris. Don't do it. <laughs> Sorry. Our set costumer. Do you guys do you guys hear that? What what is that, Emmy? What what is it? Oh, uh, that's just Sarah Yellen. <laughs> stuff yep okay okay all right our digital artist mm-hmm. josh as a party <laughs> okay i'm with you all three for three so far i would say yeah what you got for your fourth yeah, or fifth? i don't know about the first one but okay <laughs> yeah. our assistant it, clinton supervisor. made it work clinton made it work sorry what's the third or fourth excuse me our assistant supervisor barry poon <laughs> 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 okay and who's our fifth old poon tang uh, oh no no Clint, <laughs> no no <laughs> oh. who's our final it hyphenated who I'm no sorry. it wasn't just poon <laughs> okay <laughs> you got it me who's our final well if if barry poon and this one got together then maybe we could maybe hey. we could but go on okay i have to say this one very very carefully um this is our visual es- effects supervisor Mm-hmm. I'm going to get edited out so quick, but I swear to God, this is someone's name. Olkan Tan. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Do you want me to say it faster? No, exactly how you said it. No, say it faster. Olkan Tan. <laughs> That's our visual effects supervisor? Yeah, it's that Olkan Tan. <laughs> We're just giving credits where credits are due. So I can't edit that out. That's wonderful. Our visual effects supervisor is it's 
You know who it is? Is that old cunt? <laughs> <laughs> I snored. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Would you like me to spell it? <laughs> no. Well, yes, yes. For those at home that want to look up this visual effects supervisor, for sure. Yeah. It's O L C U N space <sighs> P A N. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yep. It's our old cunt Ann. <laughs> oh man. Well, <laughs> well, good. I have never been more proud of a name. That Emmy, you won this one. I think you were five for five. That was hilarious. We see at the end of the credits the Grandmaster can't have a revolution without someone to overthrow. So it's a tie. Uh wonderful stuff. This movie, fun. Just a fun, mm-hmm. great, good time. Nothing's really changed from twenty seven to twenty twenty. I think we're, we all agree on that. Uh really final thoughts i i'm gonna keep mine brief fun hilarious mm-hmm. great reinvented thor i was dreading a thor 3 i cannot wait for a thor 4 this movie completely changed the landscape for me i i cannot say enough good things i'll throw it to you guys it, it, what are your thoughts kind of leaving this podcast i just i love the 80s vibe it yeah. was it was great it was a good refresh yes. which i didn't think that i would say about an 80s vibe but i enjoyed it one hundred percent on board. Bring on Thor four. Clinton, what was your thoughts? I loved this movie. It was fun. Um, definitely a needed refresh. Uh, we got a lot of characters and creatures. Wasn't it creature or something? Was the creature report? Yeah, creature report. And we got a lot of those in this. Yes, mm-hmm. we did. And it's Halloween. Yes. Ooh. Well, it's Halloween time. It's so it's it October. Fun, it was fun to review this during this time. Yes. So I will end with this. In the words of Korg, piss off, ghost. <laughs> I love that. Real quick before we end there, though. Hey. I yeah. wanted you to end the podcast right there. Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, I have something. I have something. Too. Emmy, what do you got? And then we'll get to my well, final no, words. You, you no, go. Emmy. Emmy, go. You got it. Okay, if there was one thing that Zach, Marie, Michael, Smith could get nerdy about, it was politics. So in honor of his memory, I encourage everyone to go out and vote. Make your voice heard, but also be safe. Early voting has started over the last couple weeks in multiple states. Yes, I completely agree. Um, Also, hey, guys, just letting you guys know, just a follow-up, thank you for being with us during this podcast. You can find us also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MCU in Review. One word, M-C-U-I-N-Review. Give us a follow over there. We have a Facebook page. Hey, for all 200-plus of you who followed us on our Facebook page over the last couple of days, thank you. Really, really appreciate appreciate you guys. Shout out to you. You're the real heroes. Um, Also, um, if you can leave us a five-star review on your podcast of choice, Really helps out the show. Really appreciate it. Let's us know you're listening. Gets more eyes and, uh, and ears on the product. We appreciate you being a part of MCU Interview. Could not do this without any of you guys. So really excited to continue this journey on. Our next episode, can you believe it, guys? We're talking about Black Panther. Um, this is going to be a, a, a huge, huge episode for us because obviously with Chadwick Boseman, but uh, the significance of Black Panther, the first Oscar-nominated movie for Marvel Studios. So we've got a lot coming up, so really cannot wait. But um, we couldn't do it without any of you guys listening. So we really appreciate you. Um, really, really, really happy to see where the next week takes us. So Clinton, Emmy, I know we, we kind of said our little final piece, 
but I like to end with you guys anyway. So sorry. Uh, anything to say before we head on out? Go vote, bitches. Piss off, ghost. <laughs>